The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! And we're back. And we're back. Sorry we're fucking late, everyone. Yeah, that's my fault. Um, it's not really your fault. This time, once ever, it's a Aaron's fault. No, actually. Uh, we all contributed. It would have never been an issue had we just stuck to the schedule, dude. <laughs> Touche. Okay. Very true. Uh, but yes, there was a little miscommunicado. Um, Bobbeth uh, will tell you about uh, uh, why he was uh, a little bit... Uh, you know, involved in postponing. Let's talk about what we postponed. We postponed yeah. the whiskey reel. Hey! So the risky wheel, however risky one wants wheel, to dude. approach it. Uh, my my new uh, text group on my phone is the risky wheel. Of course. For you guys. <laughs> so whenever we're to. talking, I'm reminded of how risky and stupid we are. Yes, we are. Um, but we're back. Uh, we're, we are recording 24 hours late, uh, yeah. which is not typical of us. We've been pretty, I, I guess we're just going through a rough patch. The last couple eh, of months. That's all right. We're trying to get on, and, and this is the thing. We're trying to move it to Saturdays rather than Sundays. And then next right. Saturday, I've got a fucking wedding I need to go to. So sure. we can't do Our We are three adult men with busy fucking lives. Bobby, you've got two fucking jobs now. I do. Aaron's running a fucking entire restaurant and has a daughter to raise and is taking her to fucking Animus River Days and soccer games and fucking. I don't know, child art gallery openings. Do they have like little art gallery openings? Well, she's a little theater maven. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. She's going to be in Gypsy over at the Durango Arts. And this last weekend, Bobby, you're, you're, uh, like I said, play the Jefferson's theme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. We have, I I don't guess we have talked about this. I've talked about it in private with you guys, but uh, I lost my home of four years. Yeah. Um, my, and you could say why, and you could say who, and you can well, tell I mean, people to hit this guy in the throat. For one thing, long story short, my <laughs> landlords were looking to sell the place. Hate crime. Renovate Hate crime. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but to add to that, my shit fuck roommate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who literally gets fucked where he shits. Um, his name is... <laughs> Rad, Rad Chittles. Yeah, <laughs> Rad Chittles. Um, some people call him Chattelac. I will never call him that. Nobody's ever called him Chattelac. Um, I think Hans actually coined that phrase. It makes sense. He's the first person that called him Chattelac. You know how many black guys have been in a Cadillac? Yeah, it is. <laughs> how many have been in a Cadillac? <laughs> wow. Are we... I don't know what, why, we're, why we're going down this path. I'm going to go over under a half dozen. <laughs> this young man is a, a longtime friend of mine, a yes. wall of ours. Yeah. I've uh, known him for a long time. He's actually a pretty sweet kid. He's he also maybe the most irresponsible human I've ever <laughs> in my entire fucking life. And he managed to break our lease, which prompted my landlords to jump on that opportunity and mm-hmm. give us both the old. Yeah, beat. they had probably had a real estate lawyer find a series of loopholes that goes, oh, you can kick him out and like redo the place and right. sell it now. <laughs> in the meantime, I did a little bridge uh, in my living situation. I spent a, a solid three and a half weeks or so with a good friend of ours uh-huh. uh, in his very nice home. Yeah. Um, realized quickly that maybe that was not the right atmosphere for me. And uh, now I have just moved into a new residence. And you survived that. You, We thought that you stayed oh, there for unscathed. three weeks. You were going to die of a cocaine overdose, possibly yep. with a wine bottle up your ass. 
Possibly, and, yeah. The, with the business end. Oh no, that out. This, this could still happen. Blunt end in. I mean, they, let's not just throw away this idea. <laughs> let's 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 nurture this. No, but but he moved in with somebody who's kind of notorious, has a good time guy, great guy, um, great, great dude, very underrated human. I think a lot of people like to bash this guy. And we're not going to say any names about anybody today, but um, except we can't really except <laughs> Rad Chittles. Um, so so but. And we all love him too. Let's and I'm glad and I'm glad that Skittles. particular guy is, is is doing very well at a new place and he's got his living situation. He's kind of removed from downtown, which seems to be the nucleus of everything bad that ever happens yeah. to anybody. Might actually be because save his of life. downtown. It, it literally, and that's not hyperbole. Yeah. Yeah. But when he's it, a little bit of a problem drinker, our friend. Absolutely. He had, uh, and we're saying that, so that means that he's to well, the rest of you, when he's you got, really a problem when drinker. When you're developing are, a gin blossom at thirty you might yeah. want to reevaluate. Um, <laughs> several gin blossoms. No, that's called a pink sock. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> that's a different phrasing. He's a, um, he's a thin guy, but he's also one of the puffiest guy we know. Oh, he's dude. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's four hundred pounds on the inside, dude, for sure. So moved in with another gentleman who's kind of a notorious partier, really great guy. I yep. like him a lot. Very underrated in town, and he was nice enough to to let you use his it home actually for, for a, a little while. Yeah, it was great. And he really and, helped me. And out now a lot. you're moving in with um, a, a a longtime girlfriend of yours, yes, and, and her child. And uh, we're all kind of we're all kind of on pins and needles. No, like, I, I'm sure that uh, yeah, it's it's exciting for it's me exciting. as well. It's scary as shit. It should be. Um, yeah. I've been divorced now for three and a half years, so this is the yeah the most remotely responsible well adult thing I've done. I don't know. How by virtue of a relationship. Right, by virtue of just, a relationship. Yeah, sure. Um, this is the most adulty thing I've done since my divorce, and most commit commitment yes. riddled sort of thing sure. that you've short done. of this podcast. Short right. of the podcast, which right. I've been, I've been monogamous. <laughs> you, have, you didn't show up on anybody yeah, else's that podcast. was an unfortunate turn. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, things are honestly going really well. I'm Good. really excited. Good. It's super great. We find a really cool place, um, which in Durango is not the easiest thing to do in the world. Amen. And um, it's an older, one of those older little yeah. two bedrooms on 2nd Ave. And it's super nice. And we've got a huge yard. And I can't wait to get you guys over there. It's awesome. Gonna be fun. So what we're going to do is, all right. We are raising Bobby's PCJ up into the rafters. That's his pussy crushing jersey. Oh. <laughs> it is over. <laughs> wow. Okay. I well, retired that thing a while ago. Yeah, you got to hang up one, the gloves, yeah, dog. One hang up the gloves. to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, this, this is going to be, I think all of us are kind of um, excited for you, excited about the opportunity. We all know each other, so it's not like this is yeah. a mystery girl that just got off the transit no. center fucking nope. three o'clock bus. No, this is Durango. Um, My wife played basketball with this girl growing right. up. Like, they know. yeah, I know. Yeah, so, it's really fascinating. So we all, we all, you know, we all got fingers crossed, and you know, just hope that everything goes as smooth as she's it can. my little townie. Yeah. You know? She's your county, dude. <laughs> so everybody, everybody needs one of those. Sometimes it's a flat. You know, it's funny in life. Before we move on to our next thing, yes. um, how cool it is to actually have something that you're working towards to have mm-hmm. a fucking goal. Yeah, and uh, I have a goal right now, which is really nice, and to have a little like teammate partner in crime Absolutely. when you're actually pursuing those goals. Yep, makes a huge difference because I'm really prone to fucking off those goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I set goals all the time. I reach goals. Almost fucking never. So this is actually a really good thing. I'm already making massive progress. So, good for you. Yeah. New business owner, new uh, car owner, and I have a fucking house. Heard you got a pretty dope logo, too. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> <we're>, I, <laughs> who made that? Some asshole. 
Uh, we'll be right back after a message from Animus Marketing. <laughs> so, I Animus get... Marketing, does your social media suck? We know it does. <laughs> Let us take pictures of shit that looks way better and use the right hashtags so that your shitty Durango business it doesn't look so shitty online like it's shitty currently shitty. Sean, does. currently the only owner of the ICP font, which is very, very Which, rare. by the way, one of the, those logos you sent me back, I know. one of those um, was almost ICPH. It did. It's you got to throw, a, shitty, you gotta throw a ridiculous one in there every now and again so it makes all the other ones. It pushes oh. you to make a decision. So, so it, it made the one I picked like literally pop. I the was Sons like, of yeah. Anarchy font, yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> uh, but he, you know, everybody's kind of got uh, on a blast off or getting ready for summer here in Durango for yeah. no, all of you non-Durangoans. Um, and in in that tradition, we jump right into what we're going to be kind of talking about today, booze wise. We made a promise to you guys and a promise to ourselves that although we are big fans of that that sweet sweet brown elixir. Um, we're going to stretch our wings a little bit and talk about everything from wine to beer to gin to tequila to hard seltzer, right? Um, talking to you, White Claw. So call we, us back. Call us back. <laughs> Hit me up, Claw. Friends of the friends of the podcast. Doctor Claw. Doctor Claw. Um, <laughs> dude, what about Doctor Detroit? Oh, oh my God, that's a future podcast. That's, that's a Dan Aykroyd movie. I forgot about. It's wonderful. Everybody, it's no, and I, and I'm not saying wonderful like in a blood sport sort of way. This is wonderful movie. <laughs> this is a great. He tangent. puts on, he puts on the. Because I'm thinking we do a Doctor Detroit DC cab double bill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, can we drink Claw? Yes, in honor. Of um, Dr. Detroit, who has pretty sure. a metal claw. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is how things come together in our world, yeah. people. You, you just got backstage. That's extra premium content yeah, behind you the curtain, to pay us for. my friends. Uh, but we're going to talk about a lovely beer. I carried this for a long time over at uh, Seasons when I was over there for a few years. Um, this is a, what we consider a local beer. Anything in Colorado is considered local yeah, if you're a Colorado. Um, great Divide does a fantastic job. And we're going to be partaking a little bit of the Colette, which happens to be my my uh, my uh, dearly departed grandmother as well. So I was, I, that always drew me to the can. And then Bobby brought up the fact that there's some sweet little Belgian hussy on the front in silhouette with yeah. a pitchfork, which is kind of how you want your Belgian women. Might be the hottest thing I've ever seen Might on a beer can. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, absolutely. Outside of the Buster Nut guy. I mean, this is a <laughs> real close 1A, 1B. Yeah. Uh, but beautiful, beautiful beer. Um, I did this because... Bobby and I seem to kind of, uh, you know, hog, as it were, all the spirit talking that we do typically about <laughs> whiskeys. Sean's a beer guy. Whether you guys know it or not, he worked at Steamworks for 10 years yep. plus. His wife still works there. He's been to the GABF. Um, he's very well versed in beer. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity for Moriarty to kind of flex his Fact, you know, sweet, sweet muscles. Yeah, on this, this is why I remember working with you at the number one wine fucking destination in this town. I was working, and I was like, hey, I, uh, I know a lot about beer. So when someone's like, hey, what kind of beer? I'd be like, oh, thank God. You're the one person. Wheelhouse! I get to actually fucking talk. Oh, for sure. Um, so yeah, this is actually a really popular beer in Colorado. It is supremely drinkable. Um, it is kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a Saison. It more like pays homage to Saison. So that's kind of in their branding too. Um, they use uh, wheat and they use barley, but and the, rice and they use rice. The rice they use to really smooth this out and mm-hmm. make it uber drinkable. Um, but that's something you won't see in a traditional saison 100%. because the, the Belgians are very, very, very particular about their grain and their hops 100%. and their yeast. Um, 
They use four different kinds of strains of yeast that they blend together. And this was the one problem I have with that. None of them are rich in Belgian yeasts. No, they're all uh, uh, Which clones. is very hard to procure. Yeah. You have to like, it's like when the French, when the Americans would go over to France and literally steal yeah. wine clones and uh-huh. bring them back on a plane. That's where we got a that's, lot of our... Ex- that's where you have to get this. Like, like the, the first wits made not, over here, someone went over oh, no. to like a bottle condition bottle, took a dropper and took yeast out of it, took it home and tried to cultivate it. One of the best wines I've ever sold in my life was this one. And I, I forget the name of the producer, but the, the label of it was an x-ray of a guy from his basically nipples to his knees carrying a briefcase and the x-ray shows three plants in oh, the briefcase wow. like on an x-ray right. to take him back over to the United <laughs> States and I was like dude that's fucking clever as fuck yes, it is. but back back to the farmhouse explain yeah, so, what a farmhouse um, is a farmhouse because this is called kind of a, a farmhouse ale on the can we're yeah. talking saison we're talking and farmhouse ales kind of are this over encompassing kind of category that you can say about a lot of different kinds 100% of now, not like you said before, not every saison, not every bell, farmhouse ale is a saison, but, but every saison is a farmhouse. Seems a farmhouse yeah. ale. The reason they call them farmhouse ales is because they used to do, okay, in Great Divine has to inoculate this beer with this yeast ester, these yes. yeasts. In Belgium, they have all of the proper yeasts that make all these great flavors in just floating air. around in the air. Yay. So they do open house fermentation on these farms mm-hmm. that are rich. The air is rich in yeast around these farms. They open up these little uh, like vents in the sides mm-hmm. and the yeast falls in and they do what's called open top fermentation. Yep. And or they call it in the wine world natural. Yeah, um, that's what natural wine is. It's it's not inoculated. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's from its surrounding, which is what gives southern French cider the taste it has. That's why we in America can't make cider like the French. Right. Mm-hmm. That licking a horse's ass quality no. to their cider, we can't do, nor mm-hmm. would we want to. No. Quite frankly, that's and its like, own fucking beers. special. <laughs> that's like dating an amputee. You got to really like her. And that's why yeah. that's how I feel about uh, that's how I feel about Britannomyces beers, Brett beers. Brett, the super funky, what they say, wet horse blanket aromas and hay, flavors. Wet hay, hay, earth. You get a little bit ass. of hay on this. You're supposed to get some yep. hay, but it's very, very faint. Um, on the what, nose, what's I get called a little barnyard. Bit, yeah, right. barnyard. Yeah, barnyard. Yeah, a little bit of uh, this one. I don't get as much spice on the nose as you would a normal saison or some no. other farmhouse ales from Belgium. That's, but it's there. You get a light blend of baking spices. Nothing clearly comes out. Like you're not getting hit in the face with clove, like you no, are. But there's some coriander, especially some on coriander. the palate. On the mm-hmm. nose, it reads a little differently. Yeah. I don't know what Bobby you picked up on the nose, but like there is that barnyard component. But like Sean was saying, as far as calling it a saison or calling it a, a farmhouse. It, why I like this beer is because it walks a very, very fine line. I used to sell this beer um, because so it, people were neophytes in the beer. Like, oh, do you know what a Saison is? Do you know what a goes is? No, no, I don't know what that is. Have you ever had a Belgian white? Yeah. Yes, I have. Okay. Now we've got something to keystone on sure. as far as flavor and, and texture. Because yeah. the cool thing about this beer is the texture because it's unfiltered. Right. Yep. So there's that not laser beamy sort of clean taste to it. It's mm-hmm. this unctuous sort of roll around in your mouth sort of feel. It is. It's I a love. little bit velvety, not as much yeah. as like a wit or not as much as like a Do you think that's the rice? It's the, I think it's sometimes it's the yeast, the unfiltered nature of it and the yeast that's left behind that allows that. The rice helps. Um, it's also the carbonation is a little higher than it normally would be to kind of counteract that creaminess. So you get a creamy velvety mouthfeel, but at the same time, it finishes pretty fucking clean. But it's not a sticky headed beer. It dissipates rather. There's Uh not a ton of lacing on the glass. Like it's, and again, temperature can control that, right? Mm-hmm. As beer guys know, like this how will actually you probably get a lot beer. 
better if it gets a little warmer. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I agree 100%. I think a lot of those barnyard and the coriander and lemon peel and orange peel in it mm-hmm. is going to is gonna jump out of the glass a little mo- uh, more as it warms up. So You get orange peel on the nose? I got a little bit of like orange marmalade. I Marmalade, I, I could totally understand mm. that. But you got to remember marmalade's made with orange peel, not the fruit. Yep. And that that bitterness is what gives marmalade mm-hmm. it's special. That's why it's not just orange jam. Yeah. So and I love there marmalade is, more than Paddington, motherfucker. But I think you get those citrus, <laughs> citrus oils are more on the nose for me. Mm, than, than yeah. on the it's palate. got a little tart to it. Yeah, for sure. Which yeah. which is kind of crazy. Oh yeah, I don't taste. Did I say that? I don't taste the marmalade. I get the nose. Yeah, marmalade. but the yeah. nose it has that. Yeah, the, the citrus peel kind of thing. And and let's remind it's the same with wine when you when you are filtering beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a number of different ways to filter beer. You can use any, everything from egg yolks. You can use, um, you can allow the beer to settle and strain. You can run it through a filter, which isn't very kind of, that's not the, the most finessed way to, to bring out solids out of your, any beer or wine. Um, and cause it'll also pull out color yeah. when you filter it like that. Yep. But, um, a lot of the, a lot of the cloudiness you see in a lot of beer and wine is dead yeast cells, mm-hmm. uh, comprise a lot of that. I mean, uh, of that solid matter, a lot of that's going to be yeast. So mm-hmm. that extra toasty breadiness that you have on the beer, mm-hmm. it walks a fine line. Like I said, I wouldn't call this a saison. I wouldn't call this a farmhouse. So you know what I mean? Like it's like it on walks a beer, this it's very on a beer Venn diagram. White, yeah, right. Like white rascal <laughs> from yeah. Avery is fooled. another one. You can get fooled sometimes because a lot of you, especially smaller craft breweries that are doing each ten barrel batch by mm-hmm. hand and stuff. You can get a chill haze, which will give you mm-hmm. like, oh, is that? A, no, it's honestly just when they were filtering it, some proteins were left in suspension. Yeah. It makes it look foggy when it's actually not supposed to be. And it all. doesn't taste textured. No, you you're starting like, to you see know. this more and more with different varieties, too. I mean, like IPAs are no longer that sort of cascady. At all. Pine needle, you know, the, now you're getting the New England style, the juicy, hazy, juicy. juicy yeah, IPAs, 100%. You know, well, they, now we've got more and more popular. And they're set, but it's also because they're pretty <coughs> sessionable. Steve decided to make one that was like 6.7, though. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> speaking of which, this is low sixes yep. um, or no, 7.2. Yeah, this is going to um, This has some two. heat. Well, and I think, again, that 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 texture of the beer That's and the so spice good. elements really do a great job. I think that uh, the elevated ABV helps cut it, much like acid helps cut. And like I think that ABV helps break through kind of the quiet I love a good of, boozy beer. Well, and, and again, because Bobby... It's well known. We all know about this. Uh, it gets tremendous gas drinking beer. He does. So <laughs> if you're going to fart while you drink, you might as well drink less. And by the way, it comes out more. both ends. <laughs> when I say gas, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a burper and a farter for like sure. Like a foghorn. <laughs> yep. It goes both sides. Uh, yeah. It's the circle that little, life, that little so. lady is that probably never actually had to sleep next to me on a beer high. Oh, <laughs> it's be fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, so Bobby's is- looking for a place to live. <laughs> um, I might be couching. Yeah, totally. My new place has like a little bungalow set up. So that, that might, yeah. Yeah, we may have pictures. a new uh, we may have a new recording destination. Await await possibly await the uh, await the further details. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I, I I like this beer. It's very moderately it. priced. Very it's, great for of the season too. This is like yeah. a very refreshing summer beer. So this Comes feels like can, the first so. day of summer, don't you feel like? It does. Does this feel like? This, yeah, feels this like, is well, officially the beginning of summer. Yesterday I went down to Charmingdale. And it was fucking like 89 oh, degrees God, outside. I and yeah. I was like, and then I came back to But then it rained, he, like, rained here for 30 did. minutes. Of course. So I, I think, though, I think you're right, Bobby. It feels like the first day of summer. It's actually warm. I, I've been wearing shorts and a T-shirt all day. I haven't had to bring out a windbreaker just in case sort of day. Yep, yep. So, yeah. And I think this beer, before it gets into the, the doldrums of summer, mm-hmm. like the, the blasting your butthole with heat summer, 
this is still very drinkable yeah. cold. I think it's it's Absolutely. It's, it's, it's it's very satisfying when you're just getting into late spring, early summer. Go pick it up. It's, yeah, go it's have a local. fucking picnic with this beer. Funny oh, enough, man. this is to to prove how much of an amazing fucking taster that Aaron is. I'm sure that you picked this for your restaurant because what does this beer pair very well with? Charcuterie plates Absolutely. and foie gras, which yeah. are two things you guys specialized in for cheeses. Uh, camembert is probably the best, but if you can't mm. get a camembert, which because you remember there was a shortage a couple years ago, it goes up and down. You I, can use a brie. Find a brie that's a little more stingy. Yeah, I think something more, like uh, a Harbison. Like Harbison's something a that's one. a little bit more aggressively Harbison aged is, is, would be wonderful with this. I think it would go great with a blue. Mm. Um, I think a molded cheese would be fantastic yeah. with this. But yeah, I had a fatty. little uh, salumi for lunch today. Yeah. Nice. Um, Did you do that Szechuan again? The lemongrass Szechuan. Lemongrass Szechuan salami. And uh, holy shit. Maybe the best thing I've ever Dude, jammed in my mouth. I had that on Friday for lunch. <laughs> I was like, I'm oh. just going to get a snack. And I ate the whole thing. I licked the fucking jam and the, the mustard off nice. the plate. Yeah, I mean, I just did that the other day. I watched a double feature. We talked last week about John Wick. And I went to see Brightburn and John Wick. And in between, I gave myself a little 45-minute repose. Mm, and I got sure. to sit in my car and eat uh, salumi and yeah. eat some. I had some cave-aged goudas, uh, which was did you pick it up from somewhere? Some or did Beamster. You just... City Mar, we have, we're lucky. And we as small as Durango is, we have some great cheesemongers in town. We Especially got people that source South really City well. has that like cheese. And I, I picked apocalypse. up some Alsatian, uh, Gruyere sort of style. And then mm. I also picked up some Beamster, which is eight month cave aged Gouda. Yeah. And had that with some hard salami and some fucking wheat crackers. And, and these cheeses are aged can, so much. You can age them in your fucking fridge. They I, seem expensive, but you can have them forever. You can, you don't, they don't go bad. Yeah, they they're don't not, bad. They're not shitty cheddar from fucking block cheddar from your local person. My simple These, truth, organic American cheese turned dark orange. What the hell? Dude, well, I, I love people who just throw cheese in the fridge like without <laughs> tightly wrapping. Like, so it's like people still don't know how to be It's not this. Is, yeah, the oxygen's going to do more to it than the fucking temperature's going to do to oh, it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So, and yeah, the oxygen's the, the way, bane of all things you put in your body. There is something to be said for a really shitty American cheese. Oh, no, it, no, it, no like crap. It has its place. No, I'm a dude. I have singles. I'm always oh, yeah. rocking grilled cheese, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, dude. dude for yeah. honestly, you a can burger keep all with your, green chili. I want you can the keep all goopiest. your fancy. I've had all the good cheeses. I've had them all. Yeah, I've had. had all. I've had from ammonia where you can't be ten feet next to it to the most mild. Am I eating something cheeses? Yeah. And I will tell you, there are very few cheeses that can rival a craft single on a burger. Right. Yeah. They're just, it just, that's the way. God well, first of all, it just, it. it just melts and fills in all the divots on that fucking oh, burger. It just, that, you know that, what I mean? That twang is, and yeah. it's not the Velveeta because people always like no. to try to make comparisons. No, but American Velveeta's cheese. trailer park. The, uh, craft singles are single, single mom fucking family situations. Mm-hmm. That's all we have when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Craft singles. Although like, craft does make, you got to get yourself the deluxe American cheese. Oh, yeah. Thicker. No. That's oh, yeah. the one that just, oh, it's too pricey. Two slices of too pricey. Ah, uh, dude, I, the, well, and the reason that Bobby brings up the green as chili we, burger. Sean, we're talking Sean about, grew up in a fucking double wire. Like, <laughs> hey. Apparently. By the way, I don't appreciate you talking about Sean's mom's vagina like that. Okay. <laughs> oh, She's a lovely lady. Yeah, what's She's her nickname at the bowling alley? Double wide, old double wide yeah. McGee. <laughs> How'd you know her maiden name was McGee? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so pick up some great divide Colette. It's solid. Trust us. Super great. We know better than you. Mm-hmm. It's award winner. It won a, it won a silver, silver medal. medal at the green American beer festival like for 10 or the French and Belgian style Saison, which is a lot because everybody um, makes these and it styles. has two Australian internet or no, it has an Australian international beer award. And then it has a, a silver and then it has a bronze 
in the same Australia is at an international beer awards is actually pretty fucking prestigious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's those are if, if a brewery goes out of their way to say they want it, it's generally a pretty big there's that, the European Beer Star Awards, GABF and the World Beer Cup. Those are the right. ones people give a shit about. Right. And if, so, if you put on your website, hey, I won the Pagosa County Fair, best beer, well, dude, that means and nothing. Every, to and every, everybody does. Like they won the Oxnard fucking beer festival or something. <laughs> You're like, dude, stop it. Just oh, and you bronze well, you, too. You, you start gathering at I know. And you, <laughs> it's like it's like badges in a shitty fucking role playing. But this game. is great. I like talking beer. This we should one, do this again. Uh, maybe this one this a fall. happy face sticker. It's a Tallahassee Suds competition. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, I'm gonna just wait until wait until we get into our own corners. Bobby starts bringing whiskey. I start bringing yeah. wine, and Brian, and Sean starts bringing fucking beer. But yeah, every time, be, every time, just to, just to <laughs> yeah. shit on everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's great stuff. It's floating right around ten bucks a six pack um i know that sounds expensive to a lot of people that buy 30 racks of blah 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 but it's 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 got an elevated abv so you don't need to drink as yeah. much it jumps on you pretty quick it's good enough in hot weather and okay in cool weather it's mm-hmm. it's very it's very all-purpose beer um and if you're a fan of wheat if you're a fan of saison if you're a fan of farmhouse yeah you'll probably find something you like and a real here. wit like if you say oh i like blue moon that's not a real fucking no, wit. that's a coarse product that tastes like shit if you've had Hogarden. Or if you've had, uh, what's another really good wit? Uh, White Rascal White from Rascal Avery is another is one that I love. American classic. Chainbreaker, which Chain is kind of a one. half and half IPA, half white. Um, there's some really good, that's one of my favorite categories in beer, only because it's clean, but substantial. The texture's there. And there's I'm so real much more room for mouthfeel. people to have their own version. Like, yes, you're going to want to try to fit into a category for a metal competition because you have right. to be very specific. Right. But, like, I like a wit that's heavier on the coriander and heavier on the orange peel right. and is normal. And, and I don't like one that's bubblegummy that much. Right. I don't want to have that much bubblegum. Like, Pyramid Hefeweizen is kind of the bubblegum. Yeah, beer that one's time. like, yeah, fucking Pyramid. Yeah, if you think Pyramid is craft, just make sure, go look at the four breweries that own most of what used to be 95%, craft, including, and it broke my heart, but I get it. And they deserve all the money, but dogfish head. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the last bastion yeah. of independent brewery. Yeah. And you got to remember, some of these places like that, dogfish head's big enough and but he's established the C- enough. They're going to, all they're going to do the is CEO, get the CEO, though. They're going to make like, money. They're going to make their money. They're going to get access to some of ABN and Bev's resources, and, and but the they're going to pri- keep operations the same. So the product's not going to And gonna the price is probably going right to go down. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing for them because that 90 minute is us. maybe one of the best beers on the planet. Oh, I've no. always said that. Before we wrap it up, if we're going to talk heffies real quick, we should throw a shout out to Lacumbre down in Albuquerque. Oh, oh Lacumbre. Yes. Their, their Hefeweizen is fucking legit. Lacumbre is world fucking class, man. Yes. Everything it is. they do and is It's a matter of fire. time before someone throws a huge fucking box of money towards them. And they're going to sell. And Although, that's see, what you they, do. You might, you might see them do that. You, they might go after Marble, though, because Marble's you know, a little bit bigger, aren't they? Marble's a little bigger. It's just a lesser product. I don't it know. Marble does got some good stuff. No, they have some good stuff. But Lacumbre's really... Star. Accumulated they some. It. No, they yeah. got cachet within the beer community. It's super like heavy on the awards. They've done really well at JBF and other, you know, World America. What is it? World Beer. The World Cup. World Cup. Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And our lovely friend, who one of the one of the bartenders, who was one of the cocktail architects and lovely. helped build El Moro's cocktail program with Dave and Lucas. Mm. Was Dave Hernandez? We miss him dearly. He works for Lacoupe right now. I don't know that he is anymore. Oh, is he I not? Think he may have moved because it was. I thought it was such a waste of his talents to be this amazing fucking cocktail beers. artist, and then he's like. I'm gonna go work at Lacumbre, and I was like, I would love that because I love pouring beer and talking about beer all day. But to that guy not being behind a real no, stick, I know, made me sad. And well, I got news for you: your girlfriend wanted to fuck him. Oh yeah, everybody's girlfriend. Pretty Dave. Probably that was, did uh, fuck him. My ex-wife used to call him Pretty Dave. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are we going to tomorrow? Is Pretty Dave working? Yes. <laughs> so, so J-Bo's it is. Because um, God knows nobody there is stealing anything from nope. anybody <laughs> except gonorrhea. Um, but, so I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed the beer segment, guys. Come back. We're going to keep doing this and pounded it. We believe in it. The product that we bring in, we actually enjoy. We're not forced to do this. Nobody's slipping us dollar bills to try to push their product. We all know the rep. Although I would ask, this. do we know who reps this? This is Breakthrough. So yeah. Amy Brilli and Old Foz yeah. over there. Amy and Foz. Um, they're our town reps. They do a great job. And I've always believed in this beer mm-hmm. um, uh, straight up. So well said. I bought it when nobody else did. So there you go. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Cooper Hipster A. Aaron. What have uh, what have you boys been watching? So uh on was it Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. No, Saturday. It was yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Saturday night. Oh, my wife was working oh. and you had Izzy and you guys went to the carnival and then I was like, Hey, do you want to go see Godzilla? Oh, I got I got beef go at see the carnival, by the way. Yeah, do you? I got beef with the bet carnival. You do. <laughs> But I don't want to interrupt you, but we'll, we'll janky, circle back. Janky funnel That's kicks. Part, that'll be part of local news. Right? Oh, just yeah. We we're going to do local just news. Just before we do during gotta, the I'm going to talk about bath salts and roller coasters. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have Elmer's glue and thumbtacks? We're trying to put together and tilt the world. Dude. <laughs> uh, so Godzilla. has got the wrench? King of the monsters. Godzilla, which is. So this is the first Godzilla. Okay. So let's start with the history of Godzilla. We had the rich history of. We have the very first Gojira, 1933, 34. Classic movie, has a lot of social commentary. And then, you know, all these guys in a rubber suit movies Mm -hmm. all the way up to like Godzilla 2000. You remember when they re-released, they did Godzilla 2000? I saw that shit in the theater. Wow, I love that shit. garbage. Okay, so America tried to change Broderick. Godzilla around. Garbage. Broderick. Where they were like, let's redesign Godzilla. Let's make him look like a fucking oh, actual lizard. two fucking brothers? Jean Reno was in it as yeah. like a bad guy. Who are the directors? Because they're the Independence Day guys. Oh, are they? And they wait, did wait, like no, 2012. No, no. It so makes sense. No, it's, uh, it's a one guy. Uh, is it it's Roland one guy? Emmerich? Roland is it Emmerich? Emmerich. That's the guy it. that did like... But I think like his brother had something to do with production or some shit. But like, like the Nolans where it's But a two, it was definitely... Um, deal when you Definitely buy the same assholes that did Independence Day. Yes, know. definitely. <laughs> and they barely showed the fucking monster. And what I like that they did with the newest Godzilla before this one from 2014 is they were like, you know what? Let's still make it look like the guy in the fucking suit where he stands upright. Right. Well, yeah. Right. But make him look mean and Yeah, that Godzilla legit. 2000 sort of skittered about. I didn't like that. Yeah, 2000 or 2014? Or the 2000. The 2000. Yeah, well, the, 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 the Emmerich one. The Broderick. Oh, the, oh, the Broderick one? Yeah. Let's not even talk about it. He the best part about it? Skittered around. The, yeah, it was the, weird. The, yeah, the, I didn't like it. Branding tie-in with Taco Bell was Skeet. better for everyone than the entire fucking movie was. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I'm definitely getting Taco Bell. Thanks for bringing that to me. Thanks for very welcome. <laughs> Your butthole thanks you. <laughs> uh, thanks for clearing me out, Bobby. Okay, so you guys saw Godzilla. Yes. We did. We did. And uh, my daughter fell asleep. Yeah. Serviceable. Serviceable popcorn flick. Okay. If you're going to just see shit explode and monsters fight each other. Five stars. We're talking two and a half or two. Uh, I'd give it a three, but you know, I'm, me, would I'm always, you? You I, are you always I'm err always on the side of caution. I will yeah. go. I will. No, not really I, caution. I just like most let's go. Let's go two and three quarter. I'm not going to yeah. go three. I think okay. that threshold shouldn't be breached. But. They yeah. had. It's funny with these movies. It's a paycheck movie for actors. Um, you're, you're acting with green screen most of the time. Um, most actors. This is a a, a forty five day shoot for them. They go in, they knock it out, they go home and cash a check. I get why people do it. Obviously, reading the script, they probably weren't sitting around thinking that it was the next fucking you so know, Wuthering Heights. Is this a direct but sequel to yeah, the Yeah, one hundred percent. It's not just a direct sequel to later. that, but it also mentioned they Same mentioned people. 
they mentioned, oh, this we have 17 kaiju all over the world. Yeah. We have this here. We have this here. We have Kong and on Vera, Skull Island. Vera, oh. They're going to have Kong eventually. Vera so, by the way, Skull Island, loved it. Oh, Kong Skull I Island was, was shit. I loved Skull And that's I what I was, was hoping out of this. And there's not quite... That was a three and a half, at story. least, for me. Like, that, that was fun. Was yeah. super, that was but super guess fun. what? That was also an hour and 45, two-hour movie. Yeah. That's King was... of the Monsters is two hours and 26 minutes. Yeah, it was Ooh. long. Yeah, dude. man. Uh, and I, they could have cut a lot of chaff. I agree. And there was, a lot of, there was a lot of masturbatory CGI, which you expect out of something like this. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of moments that they could have pushed the story along a little quicker, and they didn't. They, mm-hmm. they tried to make it more character driven and it didn't really work. They should have just leaned on the stepped on the gas of what they were trying sure. to do. Yeah. They could have done an hour and 45 minute blowout extravaganza explosion fucking mm-hmm. Emmerich fucking yeah. go go nuts. Right. And I think they tried to they have they had such really good actors in it. Yeah. It's almost like they didn't want to waste it. Vera yeah. Farmiga you know you had Tyron you had Tyron Lannister you had fucking Tyron Lannister was in it because he doesn't have a real the, name. The, the little turd from uh, Stranger Things right. I love Millie that girl. Brown, Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. She's awesome. She She's can do whatever she wants and the more I was looking at her the more she gets older her face I was like you could totally play a young Princess Leia Oh, prequel. God, you dude. look oh, wow. just. Oh, wow. She's don't, got the acting chops, and she that. looks just like Carrie, she dude. Does look like her, you son of a bitch. How dare you? I'm going to be fantasizing. Yeah, so now you're going to have a boner when you're watching a 13 year old oh, on television. God. Well done. She's 16. Thank you. Oh, is she 16? Uh, no, I don't know. I'm pretending. Oh, in Germany, you can go right in the butt. That's 16, and it's legal. Jesus Christ. Hi, Millie. Would you like a. Can you get. Here's a Lufthansa ticket. <laughs> but but no, I thought. I mean, it was bang bang. That's shoot. terrible. You We're act like I've never seen the professional. <laughs> oh, it's, I know. It's it's bang bang. Yeah. Shoot him up. It's Godzilla. It's exactly what you thought. Yeah. There was a point where they put Godzilla on fucking roids. Yeah. You know, it was on. When he was like, you, sir. well, when he was all nuclear. Oh, uh, dude! Like, so oh, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, moment yeah. where That's they cool. pop him up like, for like radiation, like lava. dude. Like and they and he just radiates at one point where he's just like, dude. They swole patrolled him though, dude. Yeah. They, yeah. they they hooked his lats up real fat, dude. It was crazy. Like Godzilla was juicing, dude. And he had more of a looking like fucking Tommy Morrison. And oh, dude, <laughs> totally, dude. What I liked about this one versus the 2014 one, the 2014 one tried to be way too much of. Let's have way more of yes. a story. By the way, they lied to you with the, the trailer showing mostly Brian Cranston motherfucker dies like five, ten minutes into the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this alert. one, the yeah, whole cast is pretty much fucking there. Cranston yeah, yeah. and this, th- this movie you get way more. Like, they had terrible decisions in the 2014 one. Like, hey, um, fucking Godzilla's fighting two of these things in, in Vegas. Let's not show you the fight. Let's show a kid watching TV and occasionally show, show TV. The, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. With this one, there's way more fighting. They could have cut chaff with with the story, but what I like is they had more character development, and I do that in quotes for, yeah. for Godzilla because they got... They were good about having a couple close-ups of his like facial expressions. Yeah, and he actually had And he looked gangster as fuck. Like, so, I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't hate the like kind of thoughtful approach of the Cranston. No, I didn't know either, but I was I bored. Yeah, I was, I was bored. Were you? Okay, so yeah. I liked it. I, I liked the movie. I liked it too. But I, like, it didn't have like, a, there, there should have been like a huge cum shot in that movie, like just like every movie. There should but have like, been a money shot yeah. for sure. But by I, the way, Cranston will be in your movie. Mm-hmm. That guy's an amazing actor. He's incredible talent. He'll be in your fucking Right, That guy is just showing. I didn't realize that he used to show up on How I Met Your Mother all the time. So this guy is like, oh yeah, he'll come for a check. Well, and and even more so, I think provide the cum shot. I think he actually just likes being a busy actor. I like, think you're probably I, right. He I, seems I, I like Brian that kind Cranston of dude. He's not a paycheck actor. Brian the Cranston. guy made a ton of money on Breaking Bad. 
Yeah, Cranston, I mean, Cranston uh, will show up. By the way, yeah. I turned him down for the podcast. Yep. Like well, three weeks ago. And rightfully like, you so. You know what, buddy? You're no. on everything. He said, hey. We don't want to get overexposed. I, he came and he gave your door a little knock and he was like, can I be on your podcast? And I was like, I am the one who knocks. Yeah. Uh, and then he pulled off the rubber mask and it was Roger Howard. Then it was Roger Howard. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Wiley Brian Cranston, fucker. Alec Baldwin will show up for a check. And they, they were both voice actors for the very, very short-lived Clerks cartoon. Yes, that's right. So that's right. how you know they will show up for a fucking check. Yeah. Well, and I don't like I said, I don't know if he's necessarily showing up for a check. I just think that dude legitimately likes being an actor. Yeah, he just loves He's one of those guys show. that probably loves way, being on set. I would he loves that. doing work. He's just that kind of guy. That's the kind of guy you want on your team. Yeah, that's the kind of, and the, those are the kind of people that are good in the business. The ones that are like, we get to make pretend every fucking He day. was on uh, WTF. I, I like to do a podcast shout out every week, obviously. But like he was on WTF, and that was great to hear he and Mark Marin kind of talk about Albuquerque and shit like that. Because yeah. Marin grew up in Albuquerque. Yep. And, and uh, that's what I that was about cool him and That explains a lot about Marin. You know, yeah. Oh, it explains Neil so Patrick much Harris about Marin. Also and grew PH. up outside of Albuquerque. Yeah. Neil Patrick Harris grew up in yep. Rio Rancho, and he was on Marin. And they had like a 15-minute discussion about Blake's Lauderburg. Blake's Lauderburg. feel like I fucking I know. knew shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love me Absolutely. some Blake's, baby. Oh, he's talked about the Frontier many, many times yeah. on there, which I've mm-hmm. I've had some indulgences at the Frontier. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah, um, I try to stay away from Albuquerque. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan. If you I've go with it. someone that knows where to not get you shot, yeah, which I, I could I, probably keep you from getting shot because we were not going to go to TD's North. That's not happening. Well, I, like I said, that parking I, lot's like a fucking shooting range. I yeah. got <laughs> I, I, my my city kicks in, and I went my and all of a sudden, you know, the my spidey sense kicks in when I'm mm-hmm. in a city like that, and I know when I'm in a bad neighborhood. Like the joke was in LA, you know, in a bad neighborhood when all the signs become Spanish. Well, no, dude, we'll stay in Old Town. We'll fucking go to the Sunshine, see a good show, have a couple of cocktails see, at an Anodyne, go to the distillery. That's and the then we'll thing. call it a day. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. <laughs> then we'll get too. the fuck out of Albuquerque. So for, for those of you who don't know, Albuquerque is about three and a half hours away from Durango. Yes. Um, and it is the closest big, big city. We have a smaller city that's a little, that's closer, but that's a, that's the next big, big city to us. It's three and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. And, you, for most people, they drive into the city because they have things you need, right? Like, I'm going to go buy a car. I'm going to go shopping. Yeah. I'm going to do these things. Trader Joe's. The, impro- the, the problem is with Albuquerque, it's like the only reason I would want to go there is so I didn't have to drive to Denver to see a, a band. Yeah. And Albuquerque, unfortunately, doesn't draw shit. No. Like they, Which probably was not 100% true. But well, we'll th- no, but what I'm, for, for looking at a, the size of Albuquerque, mm-hmm. sure. they should be drawing bigger acts on a more regular basis. Yeah. So Denver has an act you want to see every single week. Oh, yeah. It might course. be on a Thursday well, or a an Saturday. Iconic fucking, but, they have Red Rocks, which is an yeah, iconic but, but Denver's not a, a huge of downtown Yeah, but places. Denver's not San Francisco or L.A. or Chicago or no. Seattle. Like, Denver's big, but it's still not in the top 10 biggest cities in not America. Not quite yet, but it's growing but so fast. Albuquerque gets cool shows, though. They yeah, get, but they're on Tuesday at 6. Yeah, like you're going to go see the fucking <laughs> original Misfits lineup is going to yeah. be in Albuquerque. Yep. The original Misfits. And I've distillers. seen Sleater Kin or Skinny down there. That, um, but that's a once Baroness. A, but once built to spill a couple of times. The but shin, once a summer, you know, be yeah, a yeah, show. for sure. Whereas you can't get it. No, like, no, no. I know. I would be driving to Albuquerque every month if they had the quality of music they should have. Because I'm a New Mexico guy, I will always like kind of defend it a little bit. No, I get but it. But I also get how honestly, shitty it is. I also got all sorts of hate about Albuquerque when I first moved here. And then right. I went to visit Albuquerque and was like, oh no, there's plenty of great places It to reminds go. me of the San there. Fernando Valley. It reminds yeah, me of where I grew up. Not, you know, sure, your car's going to get stolen, but that's fine. There's plenty of places yeah. to buy one with no sales tax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your girlfriend's going to end up working at Knockouts. You know, oh, it's going to be a weird weekend. Knockout? Um, it's the only strip club where if you pay for a lap dance and you pay an extra 50 bucks, you can sock them right in the fucking teeth. <laughs> 
that why haven't why don't we ha- why isn't that franchised? <laughs> Like Hooters? <laughs> Punchers. It's like Hooters, except you get to hit these bitches. Come on down for some wings and DV. Call it, call it lefties. Uh, at South, South Ponds. South Ponds and free. At Knockouts, like, your DJ is also your daycare center. Because you just pass. What? You just hand you your, your baby. Child? And then hit the stage. That's Coming tough. to the stage. Uh, <laughs> just hold the baby. Coming to the stage. That was Rebecca. Rebecca? Where Don't forget to be waitress. This is candy. Yeah. It's, yeah it's crystal candy. Sweet like candy. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's ghetto titties for sure. Yeah. And let me, let, me, let me make it perfectly clear. They're all getting their way through medical school. Okay. Oh, sure. Can you just leave them alone? And by medical school, you mean three of them are studying to be estheticians, which doesn't count for <laughs> medical. Doesn't yeah, study. x-ray tech doesn't yeah. count. Just don't tell the bill. So yeah, just speaking don't of, tell speaking Albuquerque of, is a, a lawless frontier. It kind of is, dude. But again, I wish they just had more better shows so I didn't have to drive. I, I know they had to it's drive true. three and a half hours to the six. Because, you know, there I was looking at shows. We were talking about how we're going to be going to shows. You're going to that show, the Misfits show. Trying to, yeah. Pretty soon. I may I'm be going, going to Halloween. I'm going to see fucking Wu-Tang. 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 And, and Red Rocks. And quite frankly, more importantly, no, no shit, it's... Uh, <laughs> Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah, Wu Tang Jedi me. Mind Tricks and Immortal Technique, three of my Great favorites. Great bill. And I'm going to go to Red Rocks to see the D. Yeah, you motherfucker. In July. That'd be yeah. so dope. Speaking yeah, awesome. of Wu Tang, though, the wonderful folks at Showtime have been providing oh us God. with this dope ass documentary. Bobby and Aaron, you've seen it. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't seen all of them, but again, I'm afraid I, I'll cry. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of in a weird situation where I've been a fan, like we all have of the Wu for a long time, but I've also know their history. Mm-hmm. So the documentary has some really cool, like little anecdotes that it I does. didn't know. But as far as how this whole thing happened, you, you kind of already knew. Yeah. But but it's interesting to see. I don't know if Bobby, if you've t- had the time to look at other uh, "quote unquote" documentaries about the Wu Tang, because they they do a very good job of they they expose sort of the inner strife of the of the band, but they don't really get quotables from the band by virtue of that strife. There's right. some stuff on Vlad TV mm. you can watch with fucking Master Killer and You God, where they straight out punk fucking RZA. Like the, the full fledged. There's a there's a there's a lot of between the uh, the lines stuff. There you go. In in, in this documentary, let's um, talk about it. Talk about it because you've what seen what I whole really thing. liked was them going spending time with particular uh, uh, members of the Wu and being like, okay, this is kind of where Capadon is coming from, yeah. right? And then like because the, their family is the family. Okay. So the family's huge if you go out to the people that have collaborated with them and the people that have come oh, in recently. Yeah. But even just, just like basically, okay, but it was like what, nine, like, yeah, nine yeah, early cats, 2000s right? or something. But, but yeah, when you look at the, like you were saying, the the the, the core of the, the core Wu, yeah. there, you know, I mean, with ODB down, the really eight? the last eight, the really the last guy to kind of quote unquote join was Kill a Priest, was right? actually Capadonna for, oh, Cap- oh, Cap- yeah. for being an affiliate of Wu from the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. And he was always around. He wasn't officially part of the Wu until like fourth album. Yeah. So something like that. And Wu Tang is yeah, it was always featuring Capadon. Yeah, and, and meanwhile he was murking all of them in so freestyles. How long yeah. is the series? God, God too. Dude, like, he, he, he was you, fucking, you was a beast, yeah, but he, he just doesn't beast. have. To Are they doing this as a single series, one season of episodes? It's like four episodes basically. Yeah. So and it's done. It's done. Okay, so did they do? Did they go all the way like from Wu Tang Wu Tang to how they became like the like? 
they've helped elevate all these oh, independent yeah, for acts. Sure. Like well, when they did that Think you, Differently you albums know, and things. Yeah. Do you know and and as you guys watch further, you're going to notice that like you you were talking about the guys having their issues with RZA. There's one thing they do that's a common thread throughout the thing is they all they have them all in a theater I, and they're was showing such a great great tool, man. Yeah. So you got all these guys in the same room Being watching shown. footage of themselves. Yes. Yeah. You know, and good then, and bad, good and bad. And then talking about it. And then, you know, after the um, uh, once upon a time in Shaolin yeah, yeah. debacle. Yeah, for sure. You know, which I can't remember that cat's name. Uh, he was kind of the Arab American dude that, that Rizzo became buddies. Oh, with, yeah. That no, no, produced yeah, the whole yeah, thing, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like how all that came together. And it's not really a Wu-Tang album, but the guy made like untold millions yeah. on it. We the best. Yeah. No, and I'm it kidding. was that cocksucker <laughs> uh, pharmaceutical guy that yeah. bought it. You know, that whole situation. Mm-hmm. That was, what's his name? And you could Smurda, physically. Smurda. He doesn't deserve us to tell his name, but he's the guy Martin that's taking Shkreli? the art. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, he had to give it back. Sounds like what Italian for scrotum. He had to give it back. He had to give the Wu-Tang album back. Oh, did he? See, yeah. I didn't know that. Because he got sued in civil suit right. and had to pay yeah. it back. Yeah. So he, he actually gave that back. Quite frankly, does anybody want to hear that album? No. No, not nobody at all. Wants not even it. a little bit. And and honestly, the independent... Why would I want to hear an album that every single fucking Wu member, except for maybe the RZA, who I respect to the utmost degree, that, that guy is a huge fucking Mount Rushmore He's the closest figure. to us who's like, he's the nerdiest of all of them. Yeah, but... The, for sure. The thing, the thing that separates... The RZA saw, and everybody will unabashedly say this in the documentary, that RZA was, I mean, he was the fucking nucleus of the cell. There's no doubting that. Was he He the most talented guy in the group? Absolutely not. He came up with the concept. He came up with the, the, he came up with the imagery. He came up with the shit. He came up with the names for half the dudes. Like he was responsible for Wu-Tang. No doubt about it. And I don't think anybody in Wu-Tang would say otherwise. However, um, like a lot of artists of his stature, he pushed the envelope and sometimes that envelope tore and he fell out onto his ass. For sure. Like that's mm-hmm. just what happens. It's happened to Eminem. Mm-hmm. It's happened to fucking Jay-Z. It's happened to, there are very few guys. And let's not forget he was Prince and Rakeem. Je- yeah. <laughs> well, ooh, we love you, Rakeem. Um, and I'm so glad they went into the genius and, and his backstory. Oh my God. Because yes. I actually used they paid to homage. listen to the genius, to the come genius. do me. Like you think about the genius having a song called "Come Do Me." Like this was back in the Kwame, everybody wearing polka dots yeah. with the yep. with the high top fades dancing, and the house all, party days, I believe. And it was sure. and it was the, some of the best days in hip hop, yeah. quite frankly. Like some of the most that's when like party b boy era. That's when De La Soul tried in native tongues, which De La Soul is dead. if somebody's smart, heart. if anybody hears this of any import. Somebody needs to do a native tongue documentary yeah. because not only uh, Rappaport did a tribe mm-hmm. doc, which was very well done, but I don't even think they were the most important band in native tongues. Yeah, true. You got Jungle Brothers, De La Soul, Tribe Called Quest, Moni Love, and Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Make a documentary, somebody about these guys. Right. Like, and you have four four episodes. I'm sorry. Yeah, and no. that's Follow how I feel. Those like, guys, I around. love that. That's where documentaries are going. And like, so do I, I don't oh. want like the, yes. the days of busting something out in two hours. Like, uh, I just got HBO now, so I could burn through Game of Thrones. Right. So I started looking at all their documentaries because they HBO's They've got, got a rich fucking thing. I went to. I, I'm a baseball guy. I was like, oh shit! I didn't ever see this 1998 Babe Ruth documentary. Didn't do the motherfucker justice with two hours. Like you cannot tell a story no, of someone that complex right. and that that important in two hours. Same thing with the 
Andre the Giant documentary, which True. made me cry like so a bitch. Good. It made me cry like a little bitch. One yeah, of the but best I was like, I feel like two hours isn't enough. Everything so that you want to do a documentary about, four to ten hours. Which please. is which is why this going back to the Wu thing, circling back, they did it justice by doing four episodes that were over an hour apiece. Yep. They really told the story now. And they let it breathe. They How far let, do they get? Do they get to the part where like they get up to right me, now? Please right tell now. me they interview Riza and, and please I just want to hear him like it's a combination of explaining and atoning for the man, man with, with the iron, iron fist. fist. I knew yeah. I was like, dude, that never you were came up. Inspired by wonderful kung fu movies, and I expected just a little more from uh, you, bro. Yeah. Just a little more. Just because um, they need a second one. There's two of them. So just what they got into guy. more was uh, Ghost Dog. Okay. And so right. it's funny because Ghost Dog was the shit. That so was amazing. As you guys know, I date a girl, and she hosts a back in the Wu-Tang, 90s yeah. kind of hip hop uh, thing. Back in the day with Jesse K. Yeah. And um love that shit. That's my favorite time of day when I listen God to God bless her. She just doesn't know enough about the Wu-Tang as she should. Hey, she knows enough because to post she, on Instagram I know, and she's, all the time and, and she's crushing it. I'm not I don't want to say that to be like a dick to her, but I'm just saying like you should really know this shit. You know what I mean? And well, she had maybe. no idea that like Jim Jarmusch had had, had discovered the Wu-Tang, yeah. discovered RZA, grabbed him, let it was like, "Hey, would you just do the score for my movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to throw you in a scene, yeah. which is still one of my favorite scenes ever where the RZA and the Ghost Dog are walking towards mm-hmm. each other. You know, it's like not so nice. That which you know? led to the RZA's <laughs> participation in, I mean, then you got him and it the launched in Coffee and Cigarettes, which is yes, one of the best vignettes exactly. in any, like, also Jim Jarmusch. movie. Yeah. Also James Jarmusch. So I I, I, I spent he, the fucking that like, 45 him, minutes explaining it. That led to him doing a bunch of shit. Like, he scored yes. a bunch of, it was a huge deal. of uh, Kill Bill. He was in a ton of shit deal. for Kill Bill. And, and, every, and, you, and a lot of people don't know some of the collabs that he's done that were very, like, outside of the Bobby Digital, which most people hate. I thought there was some quality stuff there. It was fun as shit. But he also did some beautiful stuff with MF. Uh-huh. Like, oh, they're... Yeah. they're MF Rizzo, Doom, there's somebody we haven't fucking talked about. Well, here. MF Doom's a whole episode unrelated Definitely. to local or anything. Because you go back to the days of KMD until now. I follow. I've followed his career since 1993. Like before, there was an MF Doom. Like that guy's a complete anomaly in hip hop. We can. We should probably do a whole episode about MF because he needs it. And because I still think, although as many hip hop heads respect him, mm-hmm. he is so underrated in in the pantheon of what hip hop is with the Jay Zs and Tupacs and Biggies, and which you hear the same fucking names vomited and regurgitated over and over, over again. Over and over again. Who couldn't hold this man's fucking mic? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But none of them. Sorry. None of them. That means you, Hova. None of you um, can hold <laughs> that man's mic. What are you talking mic. about? Did um, he create his own streaming service? I'm more yeah. of a Dan the Automator guy, but I'm just I'm saying. more of a, I'm a... Dude, handsome boys. By the handsome, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that ends that, right? Uh, fucking old Danny boy. Shit. But, but... Lovely documentary. If you are a fan of the Woo, you love this. Hopefully, it'll make you listen to some more of that adjunct side work stuff. Yes. AKA Speaking of what which, he did with MF. We're going to play 30 seconds of a fucking side. What's a good, you guys decide what song should we play like 30 seconds of? That's something that. Well, I think one of the few ones that Bobby and I both yeah. agreed in was the one track that broke them. And I think it's an important track simply for the fact that this was the first thing we ever heard come out of Shaolin. And it's protecting that. Protecting it. I smoke all the 
crack like smoking Joe Frazier, the Hellraiser, raising hell with the flavor, terrorize the jam like troops in Pakistan, swinging through your town like your neighborhood Spider-Man, so all tick-tock and keep ticking, while I get you flipping off the shit I'm kicking, the Lone Ranger, cold wet, danger, deep in the dark with the art, to rip the charts apart, the vandal, too hot to handle your battle, you're saying goodbye like Devin Campbell, what? That is probably that 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 started us all. Our ears perked up and we went, "What the fuck is this?" Well, it also there became was like nothing. It like became this. like the uh, it's a mix of like a colloquialism slash battle cry Dude, slash would, friends that love Wu Tang. We yeah. always say it's like it's speaking like you say, friends, it's like saying have a good day. You say protect your neck. I, I, speaking away. of friends, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you could di- archive a f- Ross and friends saying protect your neck to somebody. Yeah, right. like it became part of the lexicon. Yes. Of fucking ink. it That's permeated the zeitgeist. Same with. Cream casseroles everything around me. me. Same with yeah. you know, same with ooh, baby, I like a raw shimmy shimmy ya. Like, shimmy shimmy ya. There, there, there yeah. is so Give many. The mic, it, right? take it away. Well, I, I worked with a guy, a chef, that he used to go, that he go, he'd go, he'd go up to new guys in the kitchen. He goes, he goes, all right, do you know the most important rule? In the kitchen, and the what, kid would what? be like, "What?" He'd be like, "Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with." <laughs> like, ju- as an icebreaker to a young kid, like just throw it. But I just it, <laughs> they the become almost, and I'm so glad they did this documentary because they're such an important musical ensemble. Even to today, when it's with Inspector Deck and Esoteric doing Zarface. Um, and if you don't know who Zarface is, please, or they put out seven is. fucking albums. Get on your fucking there was, grind. What was that dude. one album from like two thousand and one or two that Seven L and Esoteric did that just like blew the door? I that was their second it. album. It's when he's reaching oh. for the CD. Yeah, 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 I know it. And Esso's so dope. Uh, and then that leads you into the Army of the Pharaohs, yeah. which leads you back into yeah. Jedi, Jedi mind tricks, mind tricks back into fucking demigods and nonfiction and, and Ari the and, Rugged Man. Oh, dude, and Eighth Wonder and fucking dude. Oh, dude, I mean, if you go, let's if you go down the the Wu Tang rabbit hole, they've. Put you will be so, there yeah. for a that's, and that's how minute, I learned. So my buddy, do you want to hear some crazy? Yeah. Ra was before Wu Tang. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah. Just yeah. want to say, crustified no, sure. dibs. By the way, was Ra before. fucking we the almost, Harvey Weinstein of underground white guy hip hop. I'm not kidding. A friend of yeah, mine that brought was him old, here that for was a old. show. I know. In like 2003, and he tried to like push himself on a couple girls before. They escaped out of the street. There, well, that's the reason he got kicked off every label he was on because he used to go and he was a, a nasty motherfucker yeah. and now he's straightened out. Again, much like MF Doom, there is not a single person in the hip-hop community that wants any smoke with R.A. because he'll just dirt nap you. Mm-hmm. That's just how that goes. Like, that guy is so good, he will fucking mm-hmm. end your career. So do you want to? Do you want smoke with R.A.? Probably not. Mm. The guy's better than you. He just hasn't right. blown up ever. Yeah. You know, Legends Never Die is probably his best album. Like, but again, this is all he's part of the woo is like everything's part of the woo. Right. Like there were so many offshoots off of the woo. And it's that because just, they took the time and they took the effort to like elevate other people. They got to a point where they became like made men essentially. Dude, and, the, first, and they were like, How do we where do we go from here? They don't make albums that often, but they do these collaborations like my buddy Bustos who uh, Richard Bustos who introduced me to all this shit who has a hip hop group in the Bay Area called 6 to 7 they got on one of their like collaboration albums one of the Wu-Tang ones of as of late that right. was like mostly released out of the country but sure. you could get it here on iTunes too and he I, he was just like it is amazing how the great they were to work with like to get an email that actually was fucking the RZA so, talking to you in an email as Dude, far as like have... like I don't know like canon fucking Wu Tang, what was the last great song they did though? 
as uh, collectively. There was a good one on eight diagrams, but it wasn't like amazing. It was just really good. Like something that holds up, like like because I go way back. Like because I mean, Triumph is the only Triumph thing that is, I can think. Of. I mean, maybe Gravel Pit, but like that what sounds was, pretty uh, poppy. Yeah, but I don't. I'm I, you, I'm saying like uh, actually that floored me would be Triumph. Socrates, philosophies, and hypotheses. Can't define how I be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Battle scarred showgun. Explosion when my pen hits. Tremendous. Ultraviolet shine blind forensics. I inspect you through the future. See millennium. Killer bees sold 50 gold, 60 platinum. Shackling the matches with drastic rap tactics. Graphic displays melt the steel like blacksmiths. They've been Black good albums since then, but I don't... But there's been nothing... No, that just you know grabs you by the balls. Look at look at every guy in that group's first album, out of Wu Tang. You oh, got Thirty Six Chambers. Mm-hmm. You got Takal. By the way, was the first release. Source. You can go fuck yourself yep. with Takal. Oh, Takal. That that shit was. Oh my god, that had all I Chef's need. Album? And Chefs that built for Cuban links. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Cuban links. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I mean, everybody's hottest shit came out their first album, Liquid Swords. Which, by the way, like before we move on to the next thing, like a really fascinating thing about the Wu Tang, and they they get so deep into this, into the business side of it, right? How like RZA basically ended up with his brother, made it like that. They own the Wu Tang, but if those cats wanted to go to another label, right, and they were going to get signed, so fucking you know, Meth wants to go to Electra, whatever. That's it. And you, you got a deal. And you know what? And that which was means the first you could time go that's ever sign happened. a Wu Tang member. It was yep. the first time that first it time that's ever, ever happened. happened in music history is where you could take the pieces. the 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 sum isn't greater than the parts. Exactly. Where so that the parts could go shop their own deals and and, and it's then, funny too because and the, then come back as Wu Tang, yeah. even though and, they're on and another the conflict label. between like RZA and his brother Divine. Yeah. Of like, well, Divine saying, well, that was bullshit. Because, like, we should have just owned all shit Wu-Tang. But period. it wouldn't have been the Which, same. Which, by the way, way, from a business standpoint, 100% right. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been but what it was. RZA saying, like, no, we weren't going to hold these men. Like, we were going to let them go do their and, thing. And at the end of the day... And artistically, can... what would come out of that, you exactly. know? Exactly. And at the end of the day, doesn't that feed back into And the, they're kind of both right, both wrong yeah. in a weird way. You I, know no, I, mean? I get it. I just think in the, I think the long-term con... Was let them go do their shit. Let them go do because their you're shit. improving the Wu Tang brand. He created a. It's successful. not even a brand anymore. It's, no, a, it's a, like a way of life. A, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that W. I is, wish I was kind of Wu Tangish, but I'm not. No, no. <laughs> like I love Wu Tang, but I'll never like. They'd all be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> um, are either of you gentlemen Deadwood fans? I watched. I am a, a Deadwood of episodes, fan, but I, but I and I have not watched well. the movie yet. How you was have it? Not watched the movie yet. How was it? I, I will not say too much. Okay, this but how was it? Pop culture uh, <laughs> segue, but um, the, I thought it was fucking fantastic. Okay, I thought it was handled deftly and kind of emotionally. Okay, as every episode of Deadwood, I, like I made a comment on Facebook. Someone made fun of me for it, but I, I'll stick by it. I think. Deadwood makes fucking Game of Thrones look like the big and thing. There. You're not the only person that I mean, said that. I saw these people dude, go, the Deadwood finale was the HBO finale we deserved. It was. Versus the one that they didn't And it was care for. so Deadwood because it was sort of understated and, and a little right. bit nuanced and subtle. And dude, uh, Timothy Oliphant, 
Um, Timothy Olafantastic. Show some respect. Just freaking brought it on that episode. Like, one of his all-time great performances. Not the that he's... Fu- he's so not fucking Robert fucking De Niro. Solid, though. God, he's a good actor. You got him? You got Ian McShane, who just, like... Well, I'll watch him read the fucking phone. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. You've got Brad Dorif, but did he die earlier? No, nope. Brad no, Dorif is very much alive in the Love movie. Brad Dorif. Uh, Brad Dorif, by the way, is the voice of Chucky. The, the killer doll. It's more not the voice of the new Chucky more though, importantly, No, not in the remake. More importantly. Which is not happening and never existed. I don't know what you're talking about. I heard about. the new remake's actually not bad. The I brand new one. That's I bet it's hot garbage. But I, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's, it's like a robot Chucky. What did you think Chucky. of the newer Evil Dead? Loved I actually loved it. it. And that's what I always hope loved when I see it. a new Me too. movie. I and hope, I hope that it's gonna happens I hope one out of every 30 times. Yeah. Let's be honest. But If I have a favorite horror remake, it would be the Evil Dead. No doubt about it. Yep. I don't know if there's a better one. Like Fade, Fade Alvarez or Fede, Fede, Alvarez. Fede, 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 Fede Alvarez. Yeah. What a fucking great movie. Well, and people that, that don't like that movie, I'm like, then you don't like horror movies. And you don't. No. And you don't, and don't tell me that what you like. What was wrong with that? Don't yeah. tell me that you like Evil Dead he, or Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness and tell me that you don't like I that. I don't bullshit. get it. That's I understand bullshit. like there's a tonal difference going mm-hmm. on between those movies. But why does it have but to be? But when Fetty shows up with four fucking tanker trucks full of blood. Yeah, man. And, and he's like, look yourself. at all this foam rubber. Like, let's start making some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, because the practical effects in that movie are some of the best I've ever seen in my yep. entire life. Frightening. I mean, that scene when that bitch is cutting her arm off with the oh, freaking knife. Woo! I it was it's disgusting. Uh, dude, what about oh, when homegirl stabbing the guy with it, the needle oh my over and over again? God. <laughs> the needle yes. in the eye. It was a troubling moment that in that movie, up. man. That was. Funny. I got eye problems. There's well, certain things. Well, just like the sound John Wick oh. when he was putting the knife slowly uh, yeah. in that guy's eyes. I was like, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Best thing that ever happened. That felt like a ride at the carnival. It really felt like freak out. Freak Out or The, the Ranger? No. What the, the fuck scrambler? is Freak Out? <laughs> freak Out is essentially a swing ride that rotates. So you sit in a seat. Oh. It's a carriage on a stick. And it's like <laughs> 16 people in seats. And as it spins, it goes up yep. and back. What and I held together see, by fix a dent and gorilla tape. Absolutely. <laughs> and a little uh, a paste of bath salts. Um, it, this fucking thing. We, I've never been on a ride before. I didn't watch first. And we were kind of distracted, Beats so we hopped on. on, and it was me and my my poor. How did you ever go on Space Mountain? PTSD daughter, because <laughs> um, it's on a inside of a building. Yeah, I know. Right? No, you can so you watch it. Though. You oh, but you it. just go in. And <laughs> you're, you're, Space Mountain's a pussy ride. So, so I you will fucking hit you with a fucking. Brick why is it? Is it? Have it. you ever been scared on? No, Space but it's fucking fun and wonderful. And you don't see the turns coming because it's talking indoors. About the fear factor of it. Yeah, you're talking about well, the fear factor for carnival rides comes from the fact. That people with serious life problems are the ones putting it together. Putting it together, and they Obviously. are constantly there. I've never seen no. Your life's in your hands. Clean hand. yeah. But but the, what I didn't know about this ride is that when it swung, it swung into a three quarter. Like so, the ride goes to ten o'clock and two o'clock. It just doesn't go to nine and three. So and it's aggressive because you know how you can feel the hydraulics yeah, it, when those tweakers yeah, hit it. Makes me sick. And by the way, it. they're all listening to fucking. They're all listening to Kendrick and fucking. They're listening to actually good music in the carnival. Right. They had that. Have you ever heard that shit that Idris Elba did? Bossy? Yes. Bossy. Bossy. Godfather. Man a OG. Man a half humble. Man a bossy. Fling a rag a rhythm like a soul free. Bossy. Yeah. Bossy. Bossy. I walk into the carnival and they're playing bossy. I'm like, what's going on right now, yeah. dog? Like, I thought it was going to hey, be. Dude, get you was, in the mood to 
fucking break some Maybe barely die. inflated I balloons with a dart. I thought it was going to be juggaloed out, which, granted, there was sure that several Axeman tattoos at the carnival. Just saying. Yeah. But some guy with like shaggy two dopes face makeup tattooed on his face. Oh, dude, it, it was it was they're all there and they're handing you food. I which love makes it. A I love that all these little like lily white mothers in this town won't take their kids south of Sixth Street, but they'll exactly. take them to the fucking carnival. Oh, dude, that place. And I'm like, are you shitting me? So, so I almost. <laughs> like, I, that my, place is full I of degenerates. To, I had to give the 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 the, the cut 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 the, the to the guy operating it. He slowed it down. I got my daughter off after the second version, the second yeah. swing, because, yeah. you know, they don't just do it once. So she's fucking crying. I get off. <laughs> I get off. I get off the ride. My stomach literally like I've, I haven't felt my stomach flip flop in a very long time. My stomach was actually flip-flops. upside down. Like yeah. The way certain dogs die because their fucking Dude, stomach like. Yeah. I get off. She goes, she's crying and shaking. I got my head in a fucking bucket. There's another <laughs> dude throwing up about 50 feet away from me. Right. So this is... New guy speaking in the corner. Love it, dude. <laughs> so obviously fun day at the old carnival for, for your boy here. Um, caramel apple, not that great. Yeah, no, just saying, not that great. By the way, Boy, caramel apples always thing sold. Fuck up, yeah, I sold know. The candy apples. When's the last time an, any motherfucker bought a candy apple? Since like after the a candied apple, yeah, dude, fuck that that. candy be, apples are bullshit. That yeah, should be that's essentially apple. the ball or the sword in fucking Shogun Assassin. Yeah, it's <laughs> the right? candy really apple is. versus the caramel apple. Yeah. That's the and somehow I always sword. go from. So you're cake. just looking at Izzy like choose the candy choose apple the and you join your mother. In <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when I was a little fat kid, I always threw up on the the rides that had the double spin effect. Yeah. Like, you could throw me on the Gravitron or whatever. The zipper. Or they and then, no, not the zipper. If they it just spun out. No, the fine. zipper is the The, the zipper the is the one that goes like this. I mean, I'm spins. talking Tilt-A-Whirl. Tilt-A-Whirl. Yeah. 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 If you get on the Tilt-A-Whirl with some fucking prick that would start spinning it the opposite oh, way of the dick. overall you spin. Oh, yeah. It's like, I just ate a funnel cake and I threw up a <laughs> fucking whole funnel cake. Yeah, dude. Well, you're like, yeah. It reconstituted itself in my digestive yeah. tract and I just shoved it out of my you head. You some kid who just back up onto a plate and it was full. Yeah, Boom! Absolutely. That's what well, considering your age, it's being a little a little older than me. Ouch. That's why you don't go to the carnival with a kid who just watched the right stuff on fucking VHS like three hundred times. It's like I'm fucking Dennis Quaid, bro. Well, I, I to, was that kid. How can you test your G forces at the carnival? Right, I was yeah. that kid. I watched the right stuff. I fucking love so right many stuff. times when I was a fucking kid. Speaking of which, just noticed. Uh, didn't notice this when I first saw it. Captain Marvel. And she breaks into the fucking uh, blockbuster and she's just walking down. She and holds thing, up the right stuff. Only thing she pauses on and it's looks on at right is the stuff. right stuff. And I was like, ooh, that's such a good nerd pull. No, I know. For sure. Oh, Made so it move cool. a little. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Oh, well, Brie Larson was on screen, so it didn't need any help moving. Bobby, you have a problem with that chick. She's, was, very, she's very good looking. I kind of have a problem with Brie yeah, Larson. Yeah, and I have a problem and with And it's not too. a new thing. Aaron immediately disqualifies her because she has a little bit of a flat 80s white girl ass. No, she's man. Not a little bit. She has man. a flat ass, dude. I mean, I'm not. it doesn't make her any less attractive. It doesn't look that she's flat when your tongue's buried in it, I'm oh, pretty sure. She's a beautiful girl. Wow, that was very, I was going to say something cute, like what? Like wear that ass as a hat. No, 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 you let's just dig right in. No, yeah. I want <laughs> so I, I, I want my Gene Simmons tongue to go like three inches in and come out with a little like like a star in wow. a Christmas tree. But it's a little piece of corn. So you're going all the way to your sour taste buds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You want some goza. <laughs> just right past the umami. <laughs> Straight on to the citrus. Is that what they call farmhouse? Is that barnyard? Is that too barnyard for you? Oh, that's what I'd love to do. I'd love to be a butthole sommelier. 
Where I just fucking like lick porn stars' buttholes an and describe them to people. An Maybe make scratch and sniff magazines for people. Ass some. Well, I've been emailing her about fermenting her bathwater, but yeah, yeah, nothing. To, nobody's gotten back. She huh? hasn't gotten back to me yet. Gee, not Brie Larson. She seems like she would be fun. <laughs> That'll be the last track on the Mongoloid Foreskin album, Brie Larson's Bathwater. Be, it's alliterative uh, enough. It'll paint a word picture yep. and a music picture because <laughs> it'll be hard, hard, hard metal. I can see her totally being okay with that. Yeah. Because yeah, no, she, she seems like she she's heard not, this, she's she'd real be like, fun. I think some things have kind of gone to Brie's head. You think? Just a little bit. You think? She might be a little full of herself. I, yeah, I follow her on Twitter, and now every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I wouldn't. Fuck. I wouldn't date. I, I, honestly, on, baby. For as good looking as that woman is, I, I, I hesitate to think like in some magical universe that she would want to date. I would pause. She I, seems like she would be. Well, you just, know what? It's it's I easy would to schedule. Murder you both yeah. for the opportunity for her to disappoint me, well, <laughs> which she will. Yes, so no doubt. Enjoy that it. solo broadcast, no that it. podcast. And I can, you can have a date with her whenever you want, and she'll do whatever you want when she's chained to a pipe in your crawl space. You just gotta. There's no pipes in my crawl space, sir. That's number one. And it's not really. <laughs> How do really I get her in crawl space? space? Number two, I saran wrap. I don't use chains because that's vulgar. <laughs> Really number two. You go full Dexter? Yeah, Like a fucking gentleman. <laughs> I comb the hair for them and everything. So locally, we've seen the, the fucking carnival was here for like two weeks. It was here during Memorial Day. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it went the next weekend for Lord knows what. Boy, and well, Animus River Days, maybe? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah maybe. Going, maybe going, going, days, back, yeah. going back to New Mexico, oddly enough, this company that puts us on, Every single person there had a New Mexico badge. Like, hi, my name is fucking, you know, my name's Skunk. I'm from fucking, you know, Shitwater, New Mexico, or whatever they're from. I don't know. All but, white, too. Every single one. Oh, white. God. Mohawks. Big, like, one of my favorite Aesop Rock lines is, look at that neck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think there was a single untattooed neck in the bunch. Really bad Mohawks. Not the cool Mohawks, but shitty Mohawks. A lot of gauge ears, a lot of piercings. No. Shitwater being east of Moriarty. Obviously. Hey, yeah. fuck you. Which is an actual town in <laughs> I know, New Mexico. A, I'm going to steal the sign to that. Town. Or Moriarty. So you're I think saying they call this it. isn't quite like the high echelon. You're saying this is like the Tingling no, I'm Brothers, saying, I'm Bath saying Salts, hard, and Bailey Circus. What here. I'm saying is there's there's universal truths in the world. Okay. There's good and there's black and whites. We live in a lot of gray. And one of those is carnies are fucking carnies. I'm sure yeah. they're the same in oh, Tulsa, that they are in fucking Jacksonville, that they are in fucking, you know, Poughkeepsie. I'm sure every carny is the same. I don't know if they fucking have like a group that they do on Facebook. Yeah, I don't think they call like, it a union so no. much. <laughs> it's not a labor movement no, it per is. se. No. It's like, do you think they have like a trade-in teeth program like Netflix where you, you used to send in your CDs? But you could send in your molars and you get incisors and you oh, can kind of have fun. marching outside, like picketing. But I do like, know. All we want is clean needles. All we want <laughs> is clean needles. Needles, dude. They you do get one anymore. free meeting with the banditos. <laughs> <laughs> from what I understand. It's just like fucking Game of Thrones style where like, air your grievances. Are they, <laughs> air yeah, your grievances. Do you think the Frito Bandito is the leader? The Frito <laughs> Bandito <laughs> mentioned two episodes okay. in a row. Just wow. I divided. That is a deep I just circle again. back. I, I just circle that. back. We need a risky real shirt that has the Frito Bandito. Bandito, oh. like railing, fucking, <laughs> and then on the back, my dad just laughing Pope, his ass off. Pope oh, Rodriguez, I would love yes. that. Pope, Pope yes. Rodriguez yes. getting railed by the Frito Bandito on the bat is Bobby's dad with two thumbs up. He's like, "Yep, in the finally. background, fucking finally, <laughs> they finally got their comeuppance." <laughs> 
finally the hentai I was waiting so, for. So, so the carnival was in town. It's gone now. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, super sketchy. Super. And scary. I don't think we have anything this weekend. But I will say because we did like it was wine experience. Taste no, no, no. Back fucking... up even further, sir. Easter. Yes. Yeah. Wine experience. Yes. Mother's Day. Taste of Durango. Iron Horse. River Days. And then wait. Fuck you, Durango. fucking Fiesta Days this weekend. It never, it always surprises me with oh. the radio shit. All of us are uh, uh, either directly or indirectly uh, tied into a lot of the restaurants and things going on in town. So we kind of get first word and all this stuff, obviously. Um, uh, the people that own East by Southwest right next door was that Golden Triangle place. They are now going to turn it into a fine dining Italian restaurant. Wonderful There's, people to work for. Never heard anybody say a bad word about either of them. Um, they, they're going to open that and put that into an Italian restaurant. That's going to be fine dining. It's called mama something. I, I don't know the name. I apologize, but mama Giorgio's that's going <laughs> to sounds good. Nick mama Giorgio's <laughs> Mr. Mama Giorgio. I think it's uh, yes. Mama stashy lip. <laughs> so th- it's going to be, it's going to be a fine dining Italian place. They also have some front range people coming in to open up a seafood place at the old Doc Hathaway's, which yeah. I'm still very, very interested in seeing. Uh, Birds is going. A friend um, of mine just the, bought Durango Brewing Company and is turning it into Chainless right. Brewing Company. That's Chris. Um, he's going to be, we're going to be working with him, collaborating on a good Mexican lager for the town. Yep. And it'll be Cantor Jason, Lager. Not Chris, Jason. Not Chris, Jason. I said Jason. <laughs> I said Chris. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. The other one. That's okay. Those yeah. biblical names are Jason. just like, just yeah. the other one. Uh, but I met with him and their brewer. Um, and and we're gonna work Lucas. on we're gonna work on some fun stuff going on. So Jason's a good if always, not troubled kid. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> hey, there's one or three Giants fans in this town. Okay, and me yeah. and him bonded yeah. over that. So you watch your fucking horn. No, 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 no. I I play fantasy football. Anyone are fantasy? Guy. Oh, do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, did he work at El Moro too? He's he was a kitchen whore no, for a while. No, he, he worked. worked for, he's worked for he worked at Jimmy. Seasons. He worked at Seasons. Worked at Steamworks. He worked at Spy. Yeah, he worked at. I'm not East Spy, but Pop Sushi. He worked at Pop for a while. So he's Brian. They're calling it Chainless Brewing. That's where the old DBC was. For all you people that that are into local stuff. Yeah, that's kind of the latest and greatest Durango Brewing Company on. has been and always will be shit by the way and if you buy their beer now it's made in bumfuck La Junta yeah, has nothing to do with the town I never liked stop the drinking Durango Brewing Company beer because I it feel was like hyper average beer anyway hyper yeah. average and uh, their atmosphere was always hyper average their food was even after the build average. out they were nice enough to build it out for the new guys coming yeah, in exactly. that was nice so like they were I open what really a hot minute I, I make fun of Jason because he's my friend. Yeah, exactly. But I love that kid. I wish him well. He's been trying to do this for a while, mm-hmm. and he had the you know the resources to make something happen. So I'm really happy for that kid. He's got a lady named Corinne. Yep. Do you know Corinne? I yeah, I she her. is. She knows her shit. She yes. does. That woman is probably one of the best collaborators he could have chosen to help him out with that place. Right. So I'm excited for him. I asked him what the menu would be. He's going to kind of put his own twist. I, it, you know. The old saying in the bar business is, if you have food, they stay longer. That's the truth. Yeah, that is um, the truth. If you just have a bar, people need to eat. And if you have both, they stay and they spend money. Um, realizing that DBC never kind of fulfilled its promise to have good food. Mm-hmm. Their food was so bad that nobody would even go there to drink because the food was so bad. Awful. So 
So, and not to mention it's north of the grid. It's north of downtown. So it's for a lot of people that live on the grid, that's actually a trek. Yeah. It's as stupid yeah. as it sounds because it's a half a mile away. Yeah. But, but still, North Main is becoming a thing now. They're turning it the North Main district. They're trying to Eventually make it. it will. They're doing yes. everything they can. They're, They're repairing the, the sidewalks. The fucked like up part about DBC is that there's enough people on the north side. There's enough fucking rooftops. 100%. You know what I mean? In order to get a crowd down there and get that place really popular. Mm-hmm. Home Slice does pretty fucking well right across the street from them. Yeah, and See, their operations you know I mean? are and, fucking... And Home Slice is above mediocre, I guess. The, I don't the know. food's you know. pretty good. The design of the place and the way that they were like, oh, I guess we'll just fucking attach a food truck to the side of the building. Yeah, yeah. And they were supposed to fix that within a year, and that was what, like six years but, ago they put that know, shit in? I mean, it's fine. It, it is the only full-service bar that was on that town before, yes. and yeah. I mean, it still kind of is because Birds doesn't necessarily Birds have not a full-service full service bar. No. No. They have a bar. Let's say that. No comment. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and Zia is supposed to be moving right next to them soon, and they're going to have yeah. a bigger space. They're going to have a patio. They're yeah. going to have a bigger Zia, yeah, I, 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 I work for the company that owns <coughs> birds, so I'm going to you know, monitor myself a little bit. I do, bit. too. But I don't, I don't like the canned I don't like alcohol it. thing. No. But, I get but, it for expedience, and I get it for costs. It's or, a great gimmick. It's, it's a great, a great gimmick. I get um, that. I do. Yeah. But... I'm also smart enough that I'll go home and drink my white claw. Right. Yeah. I think I think people are. I'm are, gonna. But when it comes to birds, because I also have worked for that company. For, yes, you do. For a better part of a decade, and I like the idea that I can order something on my phone. I will get a text message that it's about to be ready. That is and a can go great fucking up, idea. Because I dig the food. I do. It. They're still working on some fucking kinks when it comes yeah. to sizes no, of the fries, thighs on the sandwiches and shit. But like, there's these little hacks I didn't realize you could do. Like. Get their fucking curly fries and get a side of the mac and cheese songs. Dude, I was in fat boy fucking heaven. Katie came in and it was just like running down my face. And she was like, dude, did Chester Cheetah just bust a load in your face? I'm like, no, I went to birds, buddy. Please tell me she actually said that. Of course, that's Katie. God, I love that one. <laughs> that is pretty good, um, but It's sad when you like your, your buddy's wife more than you like yeah, your Yeah, I get that a lot. My, my own family likes her more than they like me. I find her extremely entertaining. <laughs> She's a funny girl. Oh, man. Um, but but always a lot of good moving and shaking in Durango. This is a restaurant-driven town. 40% of the town's revenue as a whole comes from hospitality, which means lodging and eating. Um, so we are the people that make this town work. Without hospitality, this town becomes Silverton in five years. So it's, it's, it's an important facet of what we do. Along with new tech, those are the two things that are going to keep this town thriving for for years to come we're hoping that all the stuff that they're building there'll be people to come and live in it that's the idea and that our population grows that people can make a little bit bigger of a footprint here for themselves as business people and hopefully we do time maine until they can manage to cross camino with a walkway they are shit out of luck with me they can build as much shit on the north side as they want but until they can make a safe easy pathway for people to get from fucking 12th to fucking 14th, then you can just stop talking. Um, either make a tunnel or make a bridge, but something's got to cross the main thoroughfare. It, it is almost like the old days when it was Durango and Animus City or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and like, until really, the north side is gap, its own fucking thing. Until they bridge that gap from a pedestrian standpoint and a biking standpoint, yep. then what we're talking is about it really, that is that is a That's like standby. 100%. Like, there's a good chance you end up next to the river. 100%, dog. <laughs> if you're and with all these places that are opening up, that section right where birds and stuff oh my is, goodness. they have some issues where, like, the people complain that they don't have a garbage can outside. But even during the day, that section of town has the worst bear problem. 
And oh, yeah, they're out that. during the day. The bears 100%. know that they were there and will still come and fuck yeah. shit up. And that's why people, you can put them in at night. And it's like, no, that is bear fuck central. Like people, bears yeah. are fucking Dude, I lived on 33rd in Maine. And yeah. dude, I made the mistake of, I didn't know. And you I live all over Animus City Mountain right Jesus there, Jesus Christ. When dude. I lived on the north side, my last anecdote for this section, uh, I would actually see on Facebook the bears fucking swim in the river because always some asshole mm. that I'm oh, friends yeah. with is like, oh, look at these bears are swimming across the river. I'm like, that cocksucker is going to be in my front yard yeah. in like five fucking minutes. And sure enough, look if I'm picking it, here comes this fucking dopey ass bear just comes walking <laughs> in <laughs> with its two <laughs> shitty kids. Yeah. <laughs> this comes walking into my parking lot. Babies. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Can't get rid of this motherfucker now, right? Can, we, can, we, can I ask you guys just Hey, how quick? come Ice ain't checking the bears, man? Before, <laughs> come on, Ice. Come on, Before. Ice. You should be, that's a real problem. They got big old fucking. Talons? What do you call bears? Got claws or something? I need to spell ass. A I C E. Ass. <laughs> Starting a new um, organization called ICBN. <laughs> International Coalition of Bear Movers? No, bear, bear movements. <laughs> oh, oh, bear movements. Um, uh, one quick thing I forgot last week and I have to mention it. I, I pl- I'm going to make a plea to the people of Durango. Preach. If I have to sit next to you in a fucking theater after I've paid my good money and you don't see fit to clean yourself because you're a crunchy fucking wook who just got off the mountain and thought they would enjoy seeing John Wick and next to me, you fucking cunt. Your girlfriend hates you too. John you Wick. stinky cunt. Do you understand me? Take a fucking shower. This isn't a personal choice of yours when you're sitting around people. Mm-hmm. If you're in your shitty fucking little house smelling up your shit, I don't give a fuck. Go, go have fun. But as soon as you step out into public and are, and I'm forced to sit next to you for two hours, you are fucking up my shit. It is no longer mm-hmm. your shit. It is my shit. And by the way, Keanu Reeves looks like he smells bad in those movies. No, he looks but like I, he smells like but gladiolas. But he earned it, Bobby. Yeah. He earned it. He looks like a bouquet. <laughs> yeah, he has yeah. a fucking, sp- he has a patchy beard, but he looks like he smells like fucking newly minted money. Yeah, he does smell that way. He's I know gorgeous. It. He's I a death. But you, you fucking wooks, clean yourself, dude. I know it's a personal decision. I don't like chemicals and all that, but you're sitting next to people that do care. Don't be a fucking cunt rat. Which brings us to our favorite new segment. Cunt rat! Durango Herald's comment cunt rat. It's comment cunt rat! You. So we were going to go with a certain article, but then as I was scrolling, I realized we got to go with uh, trial new? date set in lawsuit accusing Durango Train of starting 416 Ooh, fire. That is a big That is story. a big thing. So anybody that doesn't know or is not from the area, actually, I'm pretty sure it made national news. Not it quite did. as bad as Paradise, California. Yeah, we're about a year out. About so a year is... out. It was almost exactly a year. June yep. 1st, it started. There was a yep. huge fire God, that was crazy. arguably started by the train as the train was the only source of no, fuel it for it. It was. It was. It was, it was I think train. we all. I mean, I know it's an ember from the steam engine that we have. Train started fucking out. We know that. We all know that. So we got a whole lot of comments. We've got 238. And thank you, thank you, Facebook, for having your most relevant settings so I don't have to go through all of the shitty ones. The ones where people got the most pissed off and have the most reactions are just right here for the the taking. So fucking algorithms, huh? Fucking algorithms, dog. All right. So uh, we've got uh, good old Bo Griswold is at the very top here. That name seems very familiar. Doesn't it, it though? Does. Uh, is he from the Chevy Chase Griswold? <laughs> <laughs> 
He asks, is the investigation done? How can a lawsuit begin before an investigation has ended? Obviously, the signs are pointing to them, and I personally lost a lot of money from it. But am I missing something? If the investigation has ended, they should pay the exact amount any other business or any of us would have to pay, whether it be zero or millions. I'm sorry. I feel like the motherfucker doesn't even have the wherewithal to have seen, I don't know, a Law and Order once, like yeah. that's not how that's, not that's how just not how it works, at Bubba. All. Yeah. And if you lost a lot of money, play, baby. if you lost a lot of money, that's because you were foraging for berries like a dirt bag. So go fuck yourself. How's that? And read read a law book. Yeah, for sure. It, like Ice T would Christ, say, dude. hold on, you telling hold me? Hold on, you telling me that this guy's a fucking <laughs> idiot? <laughs> yeah. And I get this is the thing. I will get into more of like what side we fall on for this, but uh, no, uh, be, no, it's the it's. This subject matter, it's less important who did it than what mm-hmm. they've done since. Exactly. Uh, because I think they have made tremendous uh, reparations. They were also criminally negligent beforehand. Yes. yes. So they have been doing everything they can to make up for it. It's kind of like, you know, I, Aaron can attest to this. You know when you, like, hit your girl real hard in the face and then you buy her, like, like a to. bunch of diamonds and take her out and all that stuff? It doesn't change the fact that you put a dent in that chick's fucking but it does. But it does <laughs> make it better than you continually hitting her in the face. Well, that's true, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, thanks. And aren't crazy. we kind of just looking for a comment that does more damage than the actual fire? That's, that's what we're... That's so what we're Really what we're going for. But Christy Foreman says, I stand with the train, exclamation point. Could never imagine suing, and we have both a business and a home that was evacuated. Never did I uh, never did I look to place blame when I lived in the area ex- experiencing extreme drought. Huge respect for the Harper family and all they've done in this community. Agreed. Good I hope you. they know how many people love and respect them. Not a horrible position. Not, Not a horrible, horrible position. position. Then we got this guy, Michael Cossins. Like, 26 plaintiffs need to be named to the community so we can deal with their selfish motive and shutting down a piece of history. Whoa, whoa what does he mean by that? He means that he wants all of the people that are, yeah. that are the class action suit. Well, class action is much bigger. The all twenty. He wants Wait, them all named yeah. so that we can uh, fucking Cersei them in the town. Shame. That's, thank you. That's Shame. what I was wondering is how are we going to yeah. deal with these folks? Yeah. And, and then you have Pamela Chandler here who's with making extreme a good prejudice. point. No one lost a home. Thank you to all who were who are involved. I get, yes, people did lose yeah. money and they lost some things. Yes. But at the same time, I know the gentleman whose firm is putting this lawsuit forward. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a frequenter of one of your places. Yep. You know him. He's a frequenter of your restaurant as yep. well, and he has mutual friends with mm-hmm. my friends. Yep. And I spoke to him about it, and he's like, listen, this suit, isn't it, the way it's being framed is, and probably the way that the Harpers are appreciating it's being framed is, these people are trying to take down the train and end operations. And no way do they want to do any of that. But all they want, all they result. want is an answer. No, it wouldn't be the inevitable result because they have more money than you can possibly imagine. What they want is, is they want enough of a hit, them to take enough of a hit that it is it makes them actually not be negligent in such a drought year like they so were. You, you want to drain their resources so that they cannot be negligent, dude. Okay, just because we all love the train. Just because I, we I all don't want to see it train. go away. I hate the fucking train. Well, okay. I hate I'm just it. talking about it. I hate the you sound. Hate I hate fucking everything, Aaron. It doesn't make, That's not true. It's not special. I, but, I, but I may hate the train, but I know what it does for this town. Yes, it's great for the town. I'm not a Wonderful. moron just because I hate just it. just because the train is the crux of our fucking tourism, just because we love it so much, right. blah, 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 whatever you want to say, doesn't mean that they shouldn't be held accountable I, for I things agree. that they are clearly accountable for. I, but I don't also need, I don't, I think there's got to be a middle ground where you don't dirt nap them. Because no, you don't, no, exactly. and that's not what they're looking at doing. The the lawyers who are pushing this Man, are like, we want to see the wrong see shitty judge. Uh, well, that yeah. would be my favorite. and around here, that would be it's my easy to get a really yeah. good shitty judge because the judges around here 
our fucking like Herman Munster from my cousin Vinny. That like, was Sean Moriarty. Barely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was not me. I'm still um, in the legal as process. As someone that's uh, yeah, going to be in court on process. July 2nd. Yeah. I would just like to say for the record. <laughs> that was Mr. Moriarty. <laughs> that was Moriarty. I love no, you. All. I mean, it's I love a, you. All. I think you guys are it's a stone's throw. judicious. It's a stone's throw from Mayberry, man. I'm expecting judging. Barney Fife to be the fucking bailer, the bailiff. But it's not Barney Fife. It's some fucking no, no, no. Eighty eight hundred pound dude from the if, south. I get it. From my perspective, if this lawsuit provides more clarity and a level of transparency to actually what happened, then it's well worth it. It's a good thing. Obviously, I don't want the train to go down. Uh, so Nobody it's, does. It's an enormous part of what makes us able to fucking live here. Yes. You know, I'd be living somewhere else, I can assure you. If well, it wasn't for this that town, train. you know, the more we remove, and, and I get people want their. That train was shut the fuck up, though, Thank at 11 30 p.m. Uh, well, that was that. That was a couple days ago. They, got, they derailed and they came back. Uh, uh, so they the thing is, is legally they have to blur that. Of course that they do. Crossing. It was but holy street. shit. And they fucking scared the shit out of me. I was out in my yeah. backyard, like taking oh. trash out, and I was like, Whoa. "And they're yeah, I live over there about now. it. It's they're cocksuckers about it. Don't get me wrong; they're just cocksuckers yeah, about I feel it. Like they're pulling um, more they, than they, they have do, to. They, right? They, oh, Come on, motherfuckers! Right? And, and like I said, but I appreciate what they do. I think it's <laughs> hard for businesses. It's hard. It's hard for a business, um, especially food and beverage business. And no businesses in this town that are food and beverage have had these huge growth numbers over the last five years. It's hard to point to that fire and go, you're the reason why I'm not doing well right now. It's hard to put a number on that or that quantify fire that. fire was responsible for a huge dip in revenue for every place in the At, state. I know because I was on – I was part of putting those numbers together. Yep, I remember. data. Yep. So I, I know exactly how much that was within a window. For some people it was more. For some people it was less. But it's very hard to tie a fixed number on that. The problem with lawsuits is this. You're going to go for the maximum. Always, always, always. And that isn't necessarily... And I'm not crying... I'm not crying fucking hard luck for the Harpers. They got, like you said, more money than God. They're going to be fine. I know this. But in the same token, I just don't want it... There's got to be some sort of middle ground. There just has to be. There is. And that's where I'm hoping that they fall. The legal system is rarely fair like that. And I hope hope the Harpers are smart enough to go, listen, we're going to settle behind closed doors. Here's some money for you guys. We're sorry this ever happened. Let's move on. There's one guy I know who's very upset. I think that's one of the, the most, best. One of the biggest proponents of trying to sue the train is Who? that guy with the fucking Hermosa restaurant that sucks a big bag of dicks. I will we'll, we'll one, say the one way name. up there that has nothing to do with anything. Oh, the, the, no, the, the one diner that, or whatever. The, yeah, whatever the Hermosa Creek something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember it because I don't give a fuck because the place is never, well, no one's ever told me it's good. There. Sorry. Everybody in town was hurt. Everybody hurt. I took a huge hit. I started working sure. with you bartending and saw like almost barely any revenue because there was nobody in fucking town. It That's was horrible to be here. Yep. So I get it. The train started the fucking fire. Yeah. They need to have some sort of repercussions. 100%. But they don't need to be be sued into, well, this is the thing. They won't get sued to the point that we'll lose the train. Right. They're going to, they might, the, the worst case scenario we're seeing here, they're going to sue them you, to the point that they need to sell the train to somebody else right. to pay for it. Is that a good thing, though? Do you want? We don't know. know. Well, will, will someone come in who is more proactive about making sure that there's a diesel engine, making sure that the, not cutting, not cutting the staff of the crews that are doing fire mitigation? They cut the staff knowing exactly what the fucking I understand there's criminal, there's potentially criminal negligence. Yeah. My question is, who the fuck is going to, who, do you know some super sick train dudes that are going to come in here and fucking 
Well, there's you know other people saying? that. Like, what the yeah. fuck is going on? All right those now? heritage railways, they Pay have a little bit of money out. I get it. Take care of the community and and let's move on, dude. Like we all know it was him that started it, and allegedly. But we all know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We know what happens. So pay your reparations and let's fucking move on, man. And the whole and 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 if this happens again, mm-hmm. then you fucking nail them to a cross. And this is the thing: we are not seeing any of this. And this is the interesting part. Common sense says there should be some sort of repercussions and some kind of legal action isn't necessarily a bad idea. Right. And if it were you, you'd probably do the same thing. But what we're seeing on this comment thread, because of how wonderful the people on social media in this town are, is everybody only screaming, save the train, like it's the clock tower and fucking back to the future. (laughs) You're not seeing any sort of, and can you imagine that, let's say, let's say one of your homes, it was your home and a home actually did burn down in it. Right. And the entire town scared of losing some of their summer revenue. Jaws style is like, no, don't do anything to the fucking train at all. Let them get away with whatever they want. Even though your house burned down, you lost your fucking dog and your, your kid's got a, is burnt down her face like fucking Stannis Baratheon's fucking kid. Well, okay. Let's just keep going down this I, remember, strange road. Game of Thrones is so new to me. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to um, make references. Well, no, it just seems like a kind of thing. If like our, our community is so heavily impacted by the train, both positively and negatively. Yes. Then why do we as a community not have a, some skin in the game, right? And have some say over how the operations of that works. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like legally, that's a horrible gray area, right? Because hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, but like we should, but we have to as a community, community have some sort of, even if it's oversight, mm-hmm. we should have some sort of oversight on right. the operations and how that fucking train's going to work. And like we talked about, and before, maybe not burn us down. Our city managers didn't do it on purpose. The people managing the city were, didn't have fucking job descriptions. Exactly, it's not in anybody's jurisdiction because it doesn't seem that there's certain things that just don't yeah. have a jurisdiction. And and how cool would it be if someone just that was their job? You know, you you meet with these fuckers once a week and you guys talk about what how operations are going and you talk about conditions and you you know what I mean? Like, that's something that should yeah. exist. And that was during we were in, in it know? was a perfect fucking storm. 100%. And that's yes. the, that's the possibly no criminally negligent part is you had a perfect storm of the worst drought conditions we'd seen in over 20 years with, OK, we're going to not spend the money we should be. And if you're a businessman and you don't have someone kind of like at least peeking around the corner going like. Hey, you gonna do anything about hey, is that? Is this okay? Of is course you're not gonna okay? do it. Because you're, you're gonna do the most. And apparently they did. Because, economically because expedient thing. The day well, this shit happened, when we were, I was working at Seasons with you. Yeah. People were coming to the bar and were already like, "Well, yeah, we'd already heard chit chat that they had like not had the, the quite the the amount of resources yeah. going towards fire mitigation. Oh all no, stuff. we all know. And it's definitely the we train with it less than 24 hours. We all know before the smoke plume was visible from town. So people question, were telling the fucking story. So the question becomes, like Bobby said, like the the question becomes is. We we appreciate all the the negative and the positive that the train brings. Like we understand it. We understand the love hate with this business that operates and is responsible for a big part of this town. Do we need it. We need it to survive for now. All right. Um, well, well, can we end this on the uh, not quite Sue Frederick level? Who I know we haven't even showcased yet, but we're, you're going to love Sue later on. <laughs> a lady named Sharon Shrack. Oh, of course her name's Her Sharon. name's Sharon Schrack, said... Uh, the alliteration. T- uh, she's a... Cunt. Wish I was on the jury, she said. Uh, of course. I would Which not guilty. I would not guilty selected. for the train. You would not guilty for the train? No, no not, not guilty gu- was a no, fucking you, verb. Slut. No, you would not guilty. I would not guilty for the train. Train was here before the houses. People should take that into consideration. And all these years and other fires, not a single one was by the train. You... You really can't blame the train as it was not proven. You make house no burn like the train. The house was Good. there before you. Guess, you know what? Native Americans were here before us. 
And I, I'd like to wow. see you fucking pick up a torch for them, you fucking white piece of shit. And by the way, she has no idea if the train, it's been proven whether or not the train to cause No, the because the investigation hasn't quite Because we haven't had a goddamn done. trial yet. Can somebody find no, a we picture of Sharon Shrack? And I love how her. she said it started, no, because one of the first comments after this is like, Sharon Shrack, are you fucking serious? <laughs> the train has started numerous fires. It's happened quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. It's happened quite a bit, but they're usually, there's actually, like, they, their resources were so poor. Fake news. That the guy, one of the guys <laughs> that they showed in a video is just some local resident <laughs> who knows that fires start over there slightly, who had worked volunteer fire at some right, 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 right. 70-year-old guy that worked volunteer fire for, like, a summer or something. Those are the people that keep an eye out daily because they're retired. We're relying his on names, retired his name's people. Dusty, isn't it? To, yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about 99.9% of the fires that do happen, which are probably small and contained very, very quickly. They're mitigated. Absolutely. These fires are mitigated. That's why there's fire but mitigation. But like you were saying, there was yeah. like, it was a perfect, perfect storm, storm of things that happened. It was exactly. windy. It was the driest the we've whole, ever seen. Yeah. It. And boom, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. And they had, and they had, I wish I had a soundboard so yeah. I could just say, come and cut wreck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you get like, and, and you get the, <laughs> <people> <laughs> argue, one of the biggest arguments I see everybody get behind for this is, well, if it wasn't the fucking train, a cigarette butt or some idiot or something would have started it anyway. Sure. Great. That's, that's a nice adage. You're and probably not right. True. But that's not the way the fucking legal system works. And, and that's not, the way. not true. If I didn't kill her, someone would. Like <laughs> you say great that about some fucking people, defense. Sure. Well, I got true. hey, we've all got exes. <laughs> so and come back next week. This, some more <laughs> this podcast is officially exhibit A. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank yeah. God no exactly. one listens to it. Luckily I have the trains lawyers, <laughs> so I'll be fine. Well, when Johnny Gingerneck takes her out, they're gonna think it's you now. Johnny Gingerneck? Yeah. It's uh, like redneck, but he's also a ginger, jo- so the ginger jockey? The ginger jockey. Yeah, that's his official pseudonym um or or snake i hear snakes popular um because the simpsons didn't use that 35 uh, years ago please don't oh because the snake oh i was yeah. like please don't besmirch one of kurt russell's best roles by no 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 no, no 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 i'm not i'm not snake plissken is will live forever oh. in my heart in my mind um um here's guys, a funny story before we wrap up yes. about my ex-wife you brought her you brought up snake plissken. i brought up um, snakes and exes my um snake of an ex-wife Used to think that his name was fucking Snake Biscuit. And that's, I'm not making that shit up. And then I realized that's that about, dope as I don't know, nine years into my marriage. And I was like, did you just say fucking Snake Biscuit? And she's like, well, yeah, that's what. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. And the idea that that didn't see, you would have never gotten married. Is upsetting. Within six no, months, I was ne- having an affair. <laughs> you would have <laughs> never gotten married in the first place. I, no way. She's like, oh, what was that movie with Snake Biscuit? And I'm like. Uh, Wait, are you saying uh, Limp Biscuit or Snake Pliskin? What? What are you and doing right like, now? It's Snake Pliskin. And get out. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see Kurt Russell doing karaoke like I did it all for the Nookie, though? A snake biscuit. <laughs> I just had a really awesome fucking visual. No, so, me too. So we're going to wrap it's this up. It's also just very interesting to see that, like, in, let's say that you feel like you've been wronged and you do want some sort of legal repercussions to happen, that the entire community's response is take all of the money and the food out of those people's mouths that you can don't support them whatsoever just because they are like have the audacity to step against something as big as the train. 
That's the depressing part. To me. It is depressing. Well, it's depressing on both sides too, because the train employees, as you all know, you know better maybe than anybody. Yeah, my your mom my my, 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 my mother in law worked there for like over a decade. She just retired, so she's not there anymore. But yeah, she but they, was the one answering phone calls. Just when people were like, why she had to call all the large parties that right. were, you know, and tell. But the train employees, canceled. it's not just the people who own it; it's the people that work for the people that own it. it it's a huge source of revenue for town. Yes, I think there should be some sort of uh, ad- admonishment. I think they should they should hurt a little bit, but please realize that these people are the reason why this town exists from its and then inception. You get a, the argument is that maybe they did hurt enough because they didn't run the train for sure. two months. No, I'm, I, I don't. I don't didn't. Like, like I said, I don't know how to quantify that. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to do those numbers. But and you know just what? Take everything with a grain of salt. And guys. this is what I love about this segment is that we are just opposing. What we're seeing the angry public just uh, semi-anonymously run their mouths about versus what's going to happen in the courtroom where we actually have people like putting out facts and saying this is how this happened. We won't know that because we're not going to go see it. Let's be honest that someone is going to take the case up for the people of this community. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Some of which overlap. 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? I, I think that if nobody has the handle yet, time for some traction. I just want um, transparency. I want to see Shannon Shrack. Shrack. Go fucking Shrack attack or time for some traction. Yeah. that's That needs to happen. Yeah. By the okay. way, if your last name's an onomatopoeia, maybe you should eat a shotgun. <laughs> that was the end of the podcast. Right? <laughs>